0: We're good? Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I was a sick
1: vlogger. Back
0: um,
2: how long you been vlogging for?
0: Oh, is this is this recording right now? Yeah, we're, we're good. We just oh, start. we <laughs> just get into it. <laughs> I thought you had like kind of an intro. Sorry. Three, two, one. <laughs>
2: Actually, we don't, we
1: haven't done, like, we, we are we just getting messed
0: up, because we would, like, I just take clips of shit you would say. All right, well, <laughs> can we just this is it?
2: episode 150-ish, give or take.
0: I think, like, 145 or something, right? 145, wow, he listens. The only reason why I know this is because I saw on your page, it was, like, guest 143 or something, so I'm like, okay, we're on the 140s.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy so. that we, we started this over two years ago. We had our, we had our two-year anniversary...
0: January 16th. Yeah. January 16th. I think Dope. I looked at the So to, Somehow I saw the first video, yeah. To answer your question, I've been vlogging for over a year now. Really? I started in February. Actually, sorry. 11 months. Okay. So February 2020 is when I first started making YouTube videos, posting vlogs, tutorials. Wait, 2020? So two years. Oh, sorry. 2021. Oh, what am 2020, I saying? Okay, say, yeah. It's been so long of like not knowing the time sometimes yeah i get that so a year like 11 months so february 2021 when i started doing my youtube channel i started doing vlogs tutorials on photography or lightroom photoshop and uh final cut pro okay. is what the editing program i use for editing videos so started doing that still stuck with photography and then started traveling a lot in 2021 when i went to california for three weeks went to montreal for about two three days then i went to bc for three weeks which was amazing how bad yeah so it was Especially a really-
2: 2021 minus our road trip was the least i've traveled in my life really if you take away the road trip because well, we didn't 20, it.
1: no 2020 did you want No, to 2020? i went
2: on three trips in
1: 2020
2: oh yeah. even or even like right before lockdown think about me and you went to chicago 2020 Mm. remember that weekend getaway we went in there for like no, 48 hours was
1: 2019 oh 2019 was with our moms, moms. and we went back in 2020 yeah. in like Plus february we spent we spent i always years. forget i remember that recently because uh, it came up in my phone
2: yeah. that's how i remembered the the notifications you know the memories in yes. your iphone it came in you know what picture it was Which picture oh, you it up at the airport yeah, I yeah. That a
0: terrible one yeah
2: but uh yeah
0: that's great and i used to remember my time when before lockdowns happened I remembered... The good old days. No, the great days. So (laughs) me and my family went to the Philippines for about three weeks. Is that where you're from? That's where my parents are are from, right? I was born in Canada, born in Mississauga. And right before the whole mask mandates and the whole lockdowns, I remembered I was visiting cousins on an island called Shargao. And we're staying with family. And one of my cousin's dad, because they're not technically related to us by marriage. Oh, sorry, they're not blood related, but they're related by marriage. Anyways, so this is when like Asia started getting hit and he's like, so hate to report it, but we have a couple cases on the touristic side of Shargao where the beach is called Cloud Nine. And surprisingly enough, well not really, it was Chinese tourists that were spreading the virus. So." This was when we had no mask on. We honestly, me and my family, we think about it. We didn't even like really think about it too much. We didn't take it that seriously. Like we were still roaming the island, talking to people, like no social distancing existed. And so that was like over two years ago now that, and I still have it on my phone, memories showing like I was at Shargao for like, couple of days
2: we were in scottsdale for my brother's bachelor party literally has everything was happening like nba got shut down the day we left scottsdale oh that was, crazy. was nba nhl yeah, so.
1: uh the nba was the first i think they shut yes. down and yes yeah. and then
2: when first was one, it? right march 12 so
1: it wasn't that we were no we, we were st- you were got back from vegas after we were Were we in, in february or was no, it march
2: we're not we when were we in, in scottsdale so i think it was february like the ninth. wasn't so it tw- No, it was
1: March. March? Oh, I always think it was February, but you're right. Like, March 8th or 9th or something.
2: We were, it's like 8 to, I think we were there 7 to 10, and then I I went to February after.
1: Wow, we were, like, really, like, the last before travel. I always thought it was February before, but yeah, we got back when things started, like, popping
0: off.
2: I got back to Friday, and it was the first day that they said, if you've been traveling internationally, you have to quarantine for 14 days.
0: And you know what's funny about that? You know why I know this already is because i watched the podcast with anthony ernesto and you talked about it yeah the very beginning and i just want to shout them out anthony ernesto shout out you guys love that episode with you guys and like that was the first episode did we do two with them yeah you did yeah, yeah. Two we did wi- two with ernesto one and then anth came the second time yeah yeah i think this Ernesto time. came to my condo yeah yeah but yeah. the funny thing is is that i was looking on your channel and i wanted to find the first episode with anthony what's oh, sorry, with ernesto and I guess you privated it.
2: No, we didn't have video back then.
1: Oh,
0: it was only on We like, only
2: started doing
1: video... Like one of the, like the last couple episodes at, a con- at the condo? Yeah, I no, saw, we, we did I a good saw the thumbnails. Actually. On the
2: couch, yeah, on the couch. Yeah. Uh, it was in your living
1: room.
3: Because
2: we had Don- uh, Donovan Bailey.
1: Was there Yeah, penny? Yeah, but, if, but you go upstairs. Uh, the only ones upstairs were Sam Clark. Um, and Kylie. No. Yeah, she was the first one. Yes, the first I saw that. One, yeah. And she, and she, yeah, I remember. She didn't like the video. And then we had um, Pat, um, uh, Patch Adams.
3: Um, Crash, <laughs> Crash Adams. Crash Adams, yeah. Crash suit Adams. With
0: suits on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was yeah, good Those guys are pretty cool because they actually take the couch and they go on the middle of the street yeah, yeah. and yeah. they yeah. take photos. And the funny thing is, I saw them twice do this. I was driving on Strawn and uh, Queen where uh, Trinity Bellwoods is. They're right, They're right here. Right, right the, corner. the corner. Literally. Walk away. Yeah. yeah. So... I see, I'm in my car, and I see them pull a couch, the red couch, in the middle of the street. I'm like, okay, these guys are not normal guys if they're going to be pulling a couch out of nowhere and putting it in the middle of the street and taking photos. They have to be some sort of influencer or, or an artist yeah. or somebody with a social presence to be doing this. They
2: right? blew up on TikTok in the last, like, year. Yeah. They won that contest, and they started putting on. I think they got, like, know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe, like, half a million, maybe yeah. more. I
1: don't know. And they... I didn't know anything about them till, even when Rick was like, telling them to come on. And I listen to the music and like very, very catchy music. The first song. That song, Carolina. Caroline, yeah, yeah.
3: Like, Caroline. I like
1: all kinds of music. Literally, I'll listen to anything. I can listen, even not country. I used to say not country, but I'll listen to literally anything. Their music is like very much the kind of type of uh, like vibe, type of like beat, all that kind of stuff that I like that's not either like, you know, house or EDM, electronic yeah. music, if you will. Um, I like like... Um, it's good like feel rock, good Like pop. soul music, but that yeah, that kind of pop music I really like. Kinda sounds like Lumineers, but also kind of more poppy. I don't explain it's it. It's good but like top forty pop song. Kinda yeah. like that, yeah. And I really like that. <laughs> it's
2: generic. You can just hear it. You can I can hear it on the radio, even though yeah. I don't think it made it to the radio. I, I I don't know I know I, you I feel like it's yeah. one of those Radiohead songs but uh, yeah they're good good people and then yeah. they blew up recently they actually took the couch in the states or they got a new couch in the states and yeah, drove it one. all through L A or Cali or something yeah they took a yellow one yeah.
0: and they went to the Santa Monica Pier and I saw all yeah, their photos yeah. and then the second time was on Bay in Wellington and they did the exact same thing and I'm like I messaged I'm like I seen you guys do this just randomly it was just funny
2: I was talking with uh, I shouldn't say his real name I was talking with I guess Crash. And they did it one day when it was 33 degrees outside, and they all had their suits on. And wow. you're like, yo, I respect it because they, they have normal jobs, I think. So they can only do this on weekends or after hours. Really? So they try and do it a lot on Saturdays, I think. And they did it on one Saturday, when it was literally 33 degrees. That's insane. You just see them, like the background scenes, they're just sweating their balls off. <laughs> Like, I saw.
1: I think I saw those videos Like the guy They're like drenched Just crazy right. so Like they got yeah, like the, Their,
2: their white shirts Are just completely see through At this point I respect the fact That but they
1: would like, go, like they're, They do it all themselves Like they're like Really getting out there And doing it You have to do, like, I believe right? like, yeah. for them.
2: You gotta do something That stands out And then it's working right They've got X amount of followers On TikTok And I think they played A show actually Last summer And I think they sold out Really I wanna say It was at the Elmo Combo. Oh really
3: Yeah, yeah Or there. Not
0: shout out to Wackerly. Yeah, I shout out app- to
2: Crash Adams too, man. You yeah. guys are great guys. If you're listening to this, what's up? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I, what I respect about what I respect about you guys most is that you still are posting podcasts, and you're not the biggest podcast in Toronto, but whoa, still,
2: whoa, whoa. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: But at the same time, like you guys are still doing it because you love to do it, regardless of the views or the subscribers that you get, and. It's similar to Anthony and Ernesto because they've been preaching it for many, many years now. They're like, we don't care about how many views we get, how many subscribers we get. As long as there's people that support them and they watch their videos and they give good feedback, that's all that matters. And it took them one video for them to like go from where they were to just growing immensely now. And that's what I respect about you guys is that you continue the hustle regardless of what you feel on social media,
2: yeah, 100, absolutely. We we were actually literally just talking about this today, 100%. so we're we're not. I don't want to say a crossroads, but we kind of have a little bit of like differences, and I guess this will be good for the listeners to hear. Sure, too. yeah.
1: So not about, not differences to be clear as well. Not differences like we are like oh, I like fighting. This like this, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just like are what we like as we get older changes. Yeah,
2: and and what we want to get out of this podcast because at the end of the day, like. Yeah, we have listeners, but we do this for ourselves. Like I don't know, you probably don't know this, but when we started the podcast, we started it we were in uh, my parents' house in Florida back in I guess December 2019, January 2020. Yeah. And we were saying, okay, talking about New Year's resolutions and some goals for the year, and I said, you know, we want to do something different that we haven't done. So we said, okay, let's start this podcast so that we hang out once a week for 52 weeks. Now that was how it started. We're going to do 52 episodes, and that's it, once that's dope. a week. Well, then we started doing it. We started getting some traction, and we started to kind of get some bigger guests, and we were having a lot of fun with it, so we started to doing two a week, blah, blah, blah. But now kind of we're at that point where it's, you know, a lot's changed for us in the last year. You know, we started a, a tech startup where, you know, George you in a, you have a you know, long, pretty long-term relationship now, a year and a half almost. Yeah. You know, I'm insanely single, like, doing shit on TikTok, <laughs> like, kind of. We're all both in different places than we were two years ago. Yeah. And we're saying, like, the thing I love about these, this podcast is that it gives me a chance to meet people I would normally never get to meet and to hear different stories and kind of hear interesting stories. And that's kind of been always my perspective is I want to talk to people that are doing interesting and cool things and hear their stories. I love the storyteller mentality. Yeah, And George, I guess you can talk about what kind of you like and what you want to get out of the podcast. Yeah,
1: like, don't get me wrong. I like hearing like people, where they come from, what they're about, what they're doing, how they got there and so forth. Like, it's nice to hear people's journey and also what they've learned along the way. But I've always been someone who likes to like discuss ideas with people and kind yeah. of like the thought process and logic. And, you know, I have an opinion on something. You have an opinion. Okay, like, why do you think that and like you know, can I learn something from you? And yeah, we just like we've been talking about this a lot lately because you know it's it's you wanna we both wanna like be able to sit here and get a lot of value out of it, but also make sure that you know we're each getting what we want out of it and keeping that direction like kind of in line, so we're not one guy's pulling this way to talk ideas, one guy's doing this for story. So we, yeah, we started chatting about it to see because we've been doing this for a, a long time now, you know, over 100 two years. And, yeah, and 150 yeah. episodes is a lot. Like again, we started to do we started this with to do one episode a week, and we ended up like the two, sometimes three. Um, it's been a lot of fun I met some amazing people it's just like as you start getting bigger and, and growing an audience and becoming the biggest podcast in Toronto naturally like you get pressure you know you gotta maintain a certain a certain uh, je ne sais quoi I don't know what the word i trying to say but you gotta maintain this you know like high standards so we wanna make sure that we're aligned and you know new, new year you realign the goals and we'll leave it at that the same old quote new year new me that's yeah, it yeah. honestly I haven't heard that one in a while actually that's funny people used to say that so much and it kind of faded out. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. That like mean, it used to be the number one, like... Uh, it oh. was the number one Instagram caption. Then it became a sarcastic one. And then it kind mm-hmm. of, like, people made fun of it even more. And then you never see it anymore. Yeah,
0: so... I, just, I don't have social media. It's so a funny thing. Um, there's a there's a group... Have you guys heard of a group called 4 Yard Entertainment? No. No. So they're from Brampton originally and they live in Toronto. And they did a whole series on that called The New Year, New Me, right? But every year, it would be like... So the first one they did was basically like, Oh, this is what I'm going to change about myself. And then they go back to the old ways. And then the year following, they make a sequel to it and they start reminiscing about what they did in the last video. And so it was like a continuous series for like maybe three to four years was like with a funny dialogue of like new year, new me. Right. And it was just like, um, like, they they kind of have, like, visions of, like, what happened before, and it's just a continuous story that they create every single year. And it's, you got to look it up, because it's so it funny. It.
2: I actually saw a really funny one on that, and I don't, I can't remember if it was New Year's or something else, but a guy, he's like, you, you see this viral TikTok, and it was a viral TikTok from last, I guess, New Year's 2021. Yeah. Where it talks about, it was like a song, it says... I'm spending, I spent, whatever, two months with you, spending the fir- next forever with you. And it was a viral TikTok around last New Year's.
1: Spending two months with you.
2: So it's like couples that are still fairly new, but it's like, I've only, we've only been together for two months or three months. Yeah. Can't wait to spend forever with you. Oh. Right? So did it was a viral TikTok. Did he go dig it all up? So wait, he's like, so you always see this, but I wonder how many are actually still together. So I created an app. It's called Rebound and it. Basically he plugged it in You can plug in If they're following each other On social media And then you get a notification When they unfollow each other Shut up And he goes Funny enough That you might think that About 73% of these couples Are no longer together Come on I don't know if it's real Or if it's just like a TikTok joke That's pretty But funny. I actually died Because it's so true Yeah Oh, uh, New Year's Every couple You see them posting pictures together They're so happy Can't wait to spend the next Whatever with you And it's like six months later, You don't see them posting shit You like So a so much up for question. forever i guess forever is only six months these days so follow-up
0: question then I gotta show you the would you still be friends with your ex if it, okay and obviously it depends but let's say you ended on good terms or mutual terms where there's no nothing no one did anything wrong to each other like in terms of let's say cheating on each other or whatever the case may be right would you still be friends with that person
2: you want, you want to go first or you want me to go first I'll go. I'm friends with, oh, sorry, I'm acquaintances with almost every single one of my exes except two. And I've had like six. Okay. And my most recent ex, Becca, shout out, Bex, if you listen. <laughs> uh, we actually text like maybe, I don't know, once every couple of weeks. Okay. I actually just texted her the other day. I, I made her a Bengals fan. Okay. She a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I was like, I helped her pick a team and I pushed her towards the Bengals. And I texted her the other day. I was like, how happy that I pushed you towards the Bengals because now they're going to the Super Bowl. And then funny enough, my, I was telling my mom the story. She showed me a picture. She goes, She posted a picture wearing the Bengals jersey. I was like, I fucking bought that jersey. It's sitting in my bedroom
0: closet. Plus, it's an old picture.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess she took it when I gave it to her. And then she must have brought it to my house one Sunday and just forgot to take it because it's still in my closet.
0: That's funny. Yeah.
2: So I'm uh, like, you're not going to be like super close with them. I'm not telling them about my life and this and that. But, you know, like, something like a funny memory will pop up in my phone and I'll send it to her and be like, Remember this? Like, yeah. this is hilarious.
1: That's and true. I got some funny ones. So. Yeah. What were you, George? Yeah, like acquaintances. Like most of mine. Like, I mean, yeah, for the most George part, like, had, like amicable couple terms. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I've never had. I haven't had many like serious relationships. I was pretty much like, until recently. Like my last relationship was like years ago, but like around university, like long time ago. So, yeah. Um,
0: what university did you go to? Western. Oh, shout out to Western. Yeah. You sh- Western 100%. over Queens. 100%. Yeah. And um, so to answer my own yeah, question. Yeah, I was going to ask.
2: I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm the same thing where I'm acquaintances with my recent ex, right? I don't really talk about it on social media. You want to well, give her a shout out? She's not even going to watch this, but. You never know. Shout out to Alyssa.
2: Shout out to Alyssa.
0: Yeah, so. Put you we, on the
2: spot there, eh? Yeah. If you weren't close, now you are.
0: Well, the thing is, okay, so to kind of say what i said like we're acquaintances we're not really friends like we still keep in contact we still follow each other on social media although i don't really put it out on like social media like oh we broke up like every other celebrity or every other social influencer does right because i'm not like that. i'm a regular person where i don't really put my business like that unless i do it myself right instead of having other people do it for me because it's none of their business to really know that. So I've had maybe three to four serious relationships. And she's like the one acquaintance that I had know still. Interesting.
2: That's funny. I'm, see, I'm the opposite. I don't follow any of my exes on social huh. media. Not any, sorry. Maybe I follow a couple of them. But like I still stay in touch. If I see them, my high school girlfriend wishes me Merry Christmas every year. We talk on Christmas and birthdays. That's it. Hmm. Ange. Shout out Ange.
0: What about Easter? No. Easter, No?
2: No. Uh, birthday and Christmas. That's when we talk. Well, I
0: mean, and New Year's. I mean,
2: no, nah, New Year's. We only do New Year's. So birthday and. and what about uh, you, George? Like, do you uh, like? Not really. No, <laughs> I don't.
1: I barely mess with my friends. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like. I'll like, honestly the, like my phone. The most active my phone is when Danielle blows it up like for ten messages at a time to tell us something. Like, yeah, Danielle is like, the best because Danielle this. will text
2: you like eight different messages to get one message
1: across. I talk to like we have like our pals chats. So we're talking about stuff like that. Yeah, and then. Danielle's best friends with my with my girlfriend. So okay. I don't I talk like with Dan, the chat of Danielle and my girlfriend more than just me and my actual girlfriend. <laughs> Danielle will be like, we're doing this today. I'm like, ah oh, cool. Let's hang out, whatever. Let's do That's it. true. Like we're That's like, we're like, I don't, I just I am bad with my phone. Like I sorry, I don't say bad with my phone. That's a people say that all the time. Oh, I don't check my phone. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I have my phone on me at all times. I just for some reason I'm I'm bad maybe I'm a bad friend. I don't call people out of the blue. And be like, hey, what's going on? Some people I do, but not for the most part. Unless I have something to talk about And I won't like Text people Unless I have some thought in my head That I need to like Talk to them about specifically mm. I'm not a big small talk guy
2: that, That's honestly You were gonna true. say that eh No cause oh. I was gonna say Whenever George calls me It's about something Okay You know, It's not like Hey like what's going on Like how was, how was, the, how was your trip You right. know I just I was oh. in-
1: Hang on I called you on your trip And I called you in Cincinnati No because you I forget You I were in Cincinnati uh, Tennessee and Florida You traveled two weekends in a row and I called you both weekends No because you asked me something no, the, the, the Tennessee one, I wanted like a recap of what happened. Oh, was it? Yeah,
2: show it to Glenn he, I wish I was Glenn, down there. Glenn Johnson, so yeah. It sounds, uh,
0: like, it sounds like whenever you get a call from a specific person, you know it's important. It's not just like a random. When jo-
2: no, usually with George, I'll know something like,
0: like something's, not something's up, but it's like I you want to talk. talk about something. It's mm-hmm. not
2: like just, hey, I'm talking. I have another friend, Moretti, one of our boys. He calls just a call. He's in the car. It's yeah, like, it
1: never calls me, though.
2: <laughs> Shots fired
3: uh, Nah nah Call me then, lately
2: Shout out to Moretti And then I got so, Like I'm the type I'll call people Just to say what's up And like yeah. check in And whatever And I was actually Telling George this today We have one of our buddies DB Some days I call him And it's like What do you want I'm like Bro I'm just We're best friends I'm just calling and Say hello Like yeah. see how your See how your day is Yeah Oh I'm, I'm working Okay how's work Busy man <laughs> Alright did you do Anything this weekend No what do you think We're in lockdown <laughs> like, Bro, have a fucking conversation with your best friend. Like, fuck off. Like, She's i got to send him this clip, man. Eh? Fucking Yeah. But the best is when he calls me, I'm like, what's up? He called me today, actually. Yeah, he he i like, me today. What's up? You good? Or he'll text me randomly like he did today. He's like, yo, bitch. <laughs> I-, I tried a new meal service plan. It's pretty good. If you want to check it out, it's called Meals or something. <laughs>
1: He mentioned like, me today thanks, we're trying about, about credit cards. He, messaged, he called me today. It was nice. It was nice to hear from you, DB.
2: Yeah, it is really nice. When the DB best. Calls. I, the,
1: sorry, not just on this topic. We're I know, know you don't know our friends, but the best people. That, the best. There's two people that always that call me very often on like a weekly basis. Rick will call to chat, to chit chat. I call him sometimes to chit chat, but mostly I know I'm gonna see him. I'll save the conversation yeah. until then. My cousin George, same name. Actually, George is the he. Uh, he'll call me a few times a week, and I've actually like I'm a, I'm terrible. He's like my like one of my best friends, like family. family. Like we're like we're we're super close he'll always call me and i never call him I'll about like, call you back and i forget to like th- the <laughs> auto the auto reply uh, and, and i never i'll call him two days later I'm Like, sorry he's like are you busy still i was like yeah yeah he's like thank god it all my breath
0: <laughs> but i but i've been making a better effort to call people yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that's just like a that's just like a bs excuse when people are like oh like i wasn't checking my phone i'm like nine times out of ten somebody's checking their phone and they're just selective of For who sure. they want to wrong. talk to 100%. do you
2: want to know who's the absolute worst? Uh, either calling people or texting people,
1: my brother. Yeah, uh, John, I'm still waiting for that call back, buddy. You know what the so, good thing is, John's gonna John's caught up on episodes, so he'll he hear this. this. I called John this past weekend to ask him about something related to mortgages, and I I even gave him the courtesy. I'm like, John, this is what I want to know about. Is this gonna warn? Are you busy? If it's gonna be a long conversation, call me back. Yeah, I need more time. I'll call you back.
2: It's been a week, John. <laughs> At my brother's wedding, we literally me and his best friend, we, not roast him, like playfully roast him because. If you need to get something from my brother, you have to text his wife.
1: Wait, I think I texted him today. I haven't heard did back you? yet.
2: Like my yep, my own. Yep. I messaged John. So adds, the best is sometimes we'll be so me and my brother work together. I messaged yeah. him an hour okay. ago. He works downstairs, right? So some and we have coffee. We have lunch and coffee together every day, five days a week. Okay. So there'd be sometimes I'll text him the night before, and actually he is getting better now. But maybe like a year or two ago, I would text him the night before, and then I'd see him in the morning. I'd Be like, hey, did you get my text? Yeah. Like and Well, I knew I was gonna see you today. Like. So should I just wait? I won't even text you. I, I know I'll see you tomorrow. Like, But no, he's getting better. So shout out John because he is going to listen. I'm not going to tell him that we, we said this
0: about him because he'll listen. You know what you should do? Uh, you should definitely cut up your, uh, your videos like from your podcast and put them on TikTok. Do you yeah, guys we, see- we
2: really should do that, Danielle. You yeah, but, just-
0: I also, but I also don't edit the videos in time. That's my fault too. Yeah. I,
1: I edit the videos right now. Danielle will probably do them soon, but I do all the editing. I use Final Cut Pro as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm just lazy. Because uh, I kind of wanted to segue into social media a bit because let's do it. I like Let's that. do it. I got a lot of strong Dude. opinions on Se- social media. Segways himself. I like this. I <laughs> well, making mean, our job topic. easier. Because you know why? Because I'm a podcast veteran now. So like <laughs> 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 <'Cause>
2: a couple <laughs> podcasts calls himself a vet now. I like that. I like that. Okay. Let's let's jump into social media. Well,
0: because I think if you're doing a podcast, you have so much content within an episode of let's say an hour to an hour and a half of conversations right and
2: he knows how long our episodes are too
0: good and so you could really take a lot of those clips put it on tiktok and if you post like five or even like 10 videos a day that's depending on how much clips you could get from an episode right and you Put videos that a conversation like converse people that co- talk to talk to you, comment about their opinions or something controversial, right? And I give you an example. Do you guys know Jack Denmo by chance? I, I don't know him, I saw him on our Nestle
2: podcast. Jack Denmo, yes,
0: so he's, he's, got, a, he's got a podcast too.
1: Explain so our yeah. listeners know. Who so he is. basically, he's and, a YouTuber, yeah,
0: he's a YouTuber who started doing drunk interviews and. He actually talked with Anthony Ernesto on his podcast before about it and he would go to homecomings and just basically film sort of mini movies with them and put it on YouTube, right? So then now he started to get into podcasting more and he has two different podcasts, right? And one of the podcasts is called Good Bro, Bad Bro and it's basically him and his buddy talking about relationships. Uh, women men in general and how psychologically they think or how they think of situations right and he intentionally does this where he talks about a lot of like conversations about women that get feminists mad and talk to his like uh, comment on his videos about like you're a feminist you're sexist or like you're a misogynistic type of guy what he's doing is he's he's making his videos more popular and growing this page on TikTok because of the controversy. And not to say that you guys are going to be controversial, but there's a lot of topics with a lot of different guests that yeah. you could draw people into seeing, like, oh, you got Donovan Bailey, you got, I don't know, uh, who else, Four Corners, for example, you got uh, <laughs> so many different people from Toronto or on, across the GTA that you could tag them in. Put them on Instagram, and it's a lot of work, so you would have to have somebody else do all of that content, right? It's crazy, it's crazy. Eh? What it's are these the- people at this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> what animals, eh? we got a
2: manager, I
1: don't know. All right, our manager is also nah, a, uh, uh, a superstar accountant, so we can't, you know, we can't, yeah, put we can't too much get a burn on it. her. Right. We
2: and plus we don't pay her, so it's like. <laughs> is she I get it. Not <laughs> nah. no. She's, 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 she's a good friend who's go pro
1: bono work for us. Manages the computer ah, over there. Yeah. and she's che- part of the
2: pals. On. She's yeah. part of the pals now.
1: Well, we listen. I agree with like. The, don't get me wrong. Like we. I mean, like, Rick's probably the social media. I mean, amongst the two <laughs> of us, certainly. <laughs> uh, three of us. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's probably more tapped in, but I would say Ricky is. Uh, pretty good at putting out. Objectionable content or whatever the word I'm looking. I'm for gonna put no content. We, we content. don't know how the content is. But. That, listen, there's 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 trade offs, right? Like it depends why we're what what reason to do it for. I get the rise of social media and I understand the like. I think we're all on agreement that there you know there's a benefit of growing your brand and and so forth. And a lot of people that have podcasts do that sort of thing where they release clips and and I mean even Joe Rogan does it. He puts a yeah, lot on YouTube. Exactly. It's just if I, like a lot of it too is ROI. I know like, like you know. It's hard. Is it, is it the card or the horse comes first? Do you go and do you do that stuff to help grow it, or do you grow something and grow a loyal following and then start to fuel it and grow it, right? It's very hard because it's easier to manufacture views and it's easier to grow views, it's easier to make clickbaity clips, easier to make, you know, sound bites and all that stuff, take stuff out of context. Like, and again, I'm not, I don't know this guy you're talking about. I'm not gonna assume what he's doing, but let's say for instance, he picks out maybe the most, the hottest take that he has, try to stir people up. Mm-hmm. We can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think overall, like we like the aspect of you know, like hearing people like get in the full context, the full story, right? So if you put a video up on TikTok, my assumption is the shorter video, the better. Yeah, that correct. A lot of the video clips that we put onto Instagram are like what, about thirty seconds to a minute usually. Yeah, a minute, a minute, a minute, a minute, minute yeah, so. minute two minutes. So I guess that would do super well, but it also gives the full context, right? And yeah, you know. I don't really know where I'm going with this point if I'm being completely honest, but I think it's like, it's the, it's just a trade off of time and ROI. Is it worth it for us to keep doing that now and so forth? Like
0: maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I, what is sort of your goal with the, like the YouTube channel? Like, did you guys already establish something? Have you reached your goal? It's a great question. Yeah.
2: So with (laughs) the thing about it, YouTube is when we started, it's just an extra platform that You know, puts us on one more pedal, right? Like, we've got, I don't know, 600 subscribers? I don't know. 676,
0: I last checked. Wow, okay. Channels more about YouTube than us. He did his
2: homework, okay. Yeah, so we have, it's not saying we have a lot. I don't know how many we have on Apple and Spotify. I haven't checked the numbers in forever, but Mm -hmm. prior to that, you got probably about like a third of our downloads were coming from YouTube. Some episodes do really well, some episodes don't do as well. Some we put money into marketing, some we don't. Um, That being said, it's, it helps legitimize it, right? Because when sponsors, our, our old sponsors, when we didn't release a video because like we lost it or we forgot or whatever, they would say like, "Hey, what happened to the video?" Like, oh, or yeah. you know, sometimes when we used to, have, we had Cottage Springs as a sponsor in Kingsville. We had random like, I forget what water company we had on our table. Cycle. Uh, was it the Cycle Water? No, no wasn't no. it um the Box Water? Oh, Flow. We had Flow on our table. They sent us a bunch of water. When people need water, we just. We'll grab whatever water's in the fridge. we give them water. Of course. Well, it turns out Carter Springs had a water company within their brand of companies. Oh. So they sent us an email like, hey, we saw, like, we, we saw this on the table. Like, do you mind not putting it on the table or putting it beside? Or we'll send you water. So they ended up sending us a bunch of the... Uh,
0: what was it called? Do you remember? Caffe- some kind of some caffeinated
2: water. water. We, we still have a couple it's left. There.
0: wasn't my favorite, but shouldn't say that i mean are you still right, sponsored by truth? cottage no, no okay, okay so then you can say
2: yeah we can say it. no but plus we love their other stuff rick's
1: got to keep the doors open not yeah. shut down?
0: <laughs> no okay that. we do love
2: cottage springs but in general they're the water we didn't love and i and i did tell him that
0: so well, i mean it's good to be honest yeah exactly so gotta be yourself um, gotta be genuine. But yeah so
2: with the it just it helps legitimize it plus it just helps with the numbers too right yeah. so it, it kind of provides both and some people like generally watching it like our johnny orlando one on youtube did like 10k 15k, I think
0: yeah. it's because you know why? It's well, Johnny Orlando. Did he, like did he followers. ever promote it? Yeah, he shared it. Okay, yeah, so that's an example of like if yeah. your guest has a group, like you could kind of and not to not to not to, to disrespect anyone. I'm saying depending on who the uh, guest is and how loyal the audience is Boy, into yeah. watching your videos, they're gonna watch whatever they share. So, like, if you're getting like 10 000 to 15,000 views on a Johnny Orlando video that's good because they have loyal followers that will watch anything that they appear on. So if your guests are sharing these videos and shouting you guys out and tagging you guys on social media, it kind of gets them curious. like, who are these two guys and why is why am I on this podcast? Like, what are they gonna talk about, right?
2: My man's already saying he's gonna share everything, eh?
0: Of course. Uh, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy to not tag people, follow people and share it because if, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be on this podcast and I wouldn't be able to create content with you guys and put it on my YouTube channel and also help other fellow podcasters. Well, I'm not a podcaster, but... Creators. Creators. creators have some new audience watch your videos, right? And be sort of open a, open a door to new guests, new podcasts and new content that they may have never seen or maybe a, a guest in the past that they're like, oh, I never knew they were on this podcast. Like, why didn't they share it before, right? Well, what? Sorry,
2: I was gonna, I, ask, this I was of, gonna ask how you
0: got how what. I was gonna ask, kind
1: of in the vein of your like you, uh, your vlog and your YouTube channel. I was gonna ask how you got started in that, but if you wanna ask something on this topic, kind of, I'm like, okay, so we, what would you call yourself? I would just call myself a
0: travel, a travel. F- <laughs> think about it. Okay, <laughs> you got time. <laughs> a photographer, first of all. What That's you can you can't call yourself everything. use like, one word to describe yeah. yourself.
1: Okay, this is important. It could be like a hyphenated word, right? If somebody said like, what what like it, okay, I guess, because everyone knows who like what they are. Like you, you should have a because it'd be one specific word. Okay. It could be like,
2: like content a
3: creator
0: word. or yeah, something. Con-
3: yeah,
2: travel influencer. Yeah,
0: travel vlogger. That's fine. travel. I I'll, I'll, I'll go okay. with that. Okay, but so and then there's obviously different avenues to what I create, and so that would be traveling. Obviously incorporating photography and also kind of cinematic view of montages and also people that i meet and creators within the same industry or yeah. in the same areas that i live in
2: i thought you were going to say content creator
0: because that kind of like an all-encompassing
2: you know it yeah. includes the photos the videos I'll the travel be, stuff yeah but mind you that's your word you can yeah, i mean but you, you know mean.
0: you're right though i mean i'm a content creator it's just more I think content creator sometimes is so so broad and so yeah, generic where yeah, people could so be many people, anybody can be it yeah. right.
2: Yeah, it's true. I'm a content creator. Like on TikTok, yeah. for
0: example, on TikTok, like people could just be. <laughs> and it's funny how we met. You could, um, you could just be making a video of a boyfriend application, which is how I found this. First of all, and that get like what three million views. Two and a half million views. 2.3, but
3: who's
1: counting? Right. I have a question after this too.
0: And basically what I'm saying is that you could become a content creator based off of one video and you don't necessarily have a niche that people I got
2: 20,000 followers from that video. Exactly. Yeah, which is dumb. Just dumb. (laughs) Like even on Instagram, I think I got like 5,000 on that. Yeah, and so
0: i found rick on instagram because one of his videos was posted on i think on BlogTO or something, something like that, yeah. and so then too, we actually connected because we were on TikTok live and i requested a battle with him i didn't
2: even know what a battle was and so he was i, like, I, don't I still know don't, don't know it, what yeah. it is
0: he was making he was just doing like a, a i was a, jarring my soup right and that so, fucking weird soup you make, <laughs>
1: the blended soup. Well, no, I was doing the chicken broth at that, at <laughs> yeah, that point. That, was it you that was like, "What the hell's he making?" Or was yeah. it? Someone said that to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, I, I made a bizarre. Yeah, you, you put I, cause I, didn't have, I don't have Instagram. Like I chicken got rid broth. of mine. Yeah,
2: I, I was making chicken broth, and then what you do is all the leftover like vegetables, chicken, blah blah blah. You put in the blender, yeah. and you make a good like a, a thick chicken soup smoothie. That you can drink on your way to work. Oh, interesting. So that's, that's what disgusting. I do. I put it in a thermostat and I drink it on my way to work. or You put of... it in a thermostat? Oh, no, a mason Is that dog. what you just said? A cup, whatever. Oh, a thermostat. You're not a thermostat. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Thing, yeah. I thought I misheard no, no, that no, for no, a I second. I did say it. I did say it. I wasn't sure. Um, or sometimes I'll just put it in a bowl. Oh, sorry, not a bowl. Mason like a dog. mug and I'll put it in the yeah. uh, in the microwave and that's okay, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was actually, I, anytime like I know I have like a long, tedious to, like thing to do where I can actually chill and talk, I'll go on TikTok Live just because... Mm-hmm Apparently, it feeds the algorithm, blah, yeah. blah, 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 all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I know I got this. I have to jar all this soup and then I, or sorry, jar jar all the broth and then make the soup. So it's about like an hour process for me because I'm not, this isn't
0: what I do every yeah. day.
2: So make sure I'll go on TikTok live. I think I have like 100 people watching me jar soup. And then that's when you came in. Yeah.
0: And so then uh, I recognized the name. I'm like, wait, are you the guy that made the boyfriend application on TikTok that went viral? He's like, yeah, that's me. And then he kind of like, I so, sort of knew. He's like, oh, you know Anthony, you know Ernesto. I'm like, yeah, like I did a podcast with him. Yeah, I recognize you from. The and point. he's like, yeah, like you've been friends with him for ten years. For those who don't know who he is, you know, he's been a guest yeah, on yeah. the podcast. Ernesto, yeah. Most people will know. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. A good guy him and right. Anthony.
2: Yeah, both good people. Neighborhood Creative. Shout out.
0: Yeah, shout out to them. I love those guys.
2: Yeah, and then we battled and battling. Like, and I still won. don't really know what it is. It's just like you just kind of vote for the person that's doing the better live. So guess, no.
0: So. so basically, what a battle is whoever's watching your video or whoever's watching you live, they send you gifts and you have up to three likes that goes towards the number count. So the more gifts that you send, the higher your total point score goes higher. And the biggest one is called a universe, which is like $350 worth of your own money. And And people buy this? Yeah. And anytime that somebody sends a universe on TikTok live, it will show up at the very top of your screen in pink and it says- I've seen that. This person sent a universe to that host. Right. And that's three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, in real money.
2: Three five zero. Yes. Not three dollars and fifty cents. No.
0: No, that's the I'm most... I'm as, as mind-blown as you are, buddy. Right?
2: I've seen that before. Not on me. No one's ever given me that, but I've seen it at the top, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, that's cool. A little yeah, yeah. And so there's... Do diff- I see them, right? There's I'm different, i that's 350 bucks. That's yeah. real money.
0: Yeah, so there's different gifts that have a certain amount of points that... I thought
2: they were all like 10 cents, 5 cents, 10 cents, 2 cents, 3 cents. You said no. 10 cents
0: like five times <laughs>
2: in
1: there.
0: 10 cents, 2 cents, 10 cents. I always thought they were cents. I didn't know they were actually real money. Yeah, so basically... This is a a new way of people gaining money off of their TikTok lives because each gift is cer- is worth a certain amount of money. So whenever you finish a live and you say you get I don't know hundred gifts or something, and if you check your if you go to your settings and you check your um, your live, and then you go to uh, balance. It will show you how much money you got sent to you through that live, and then you could withdraw all that money and send it to your PayPal, and then obviously your PayPal to your bank account. So that's for got for twelve Cana- bucks in my account, baby. Yeah. i So for Canadians, <laughs> yeah, you can have this. So let me let me understand this. So so because content creators on in Canada they don't get paid through their videos only in like the US, Australia, the UK.
1: Wait, what do you Sorry, clarify that cuz on YouTube you get everyone gets paid.
0: Yeah, so basically we don't get monetized in Canada in terms of how many views you get on a certain uh, on videos. Then YouTube or TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. So it's the same oh, okay. it's, it's the same sort of monetization yeah, yeah, yeah. where it pays, yeah, pay-per-view kind of thing. Pay paid per views, right? Yeah. So the only way that Canadian content creators on TikTok could get paid is mainly through TikTok lives Because that's real money Getting sent to you Into that's your like bank tipping. account yeah, yeah as a tip basically
1: a lot, of, a lot of platforms Are introduced now Twitter has that so, uh, But, but has wait it. So
2: people in the states Get paid for The, the video views. views Yeah So uh, But like every
1: Every person on or do TikTok you have have or, or like a specific of you? amount Of creators Talk
2: into the mic Danielle, So people can hear you Unmute yourself Yeah Yeah Because this is Follow the mic towards it. you though
1: so It's very far. You can adjust it The red button
2: Okay, so talk and I'll repeat what you say so people can as understand. As soon as, amount, so yeah. as soon as you get a certain
1: amount of
2: followers. As soon as you get a certain amount of followers. And then you keep building it and you can get paid? You basically, um, the amount of videos you have
3: to get
0: paid for, like, the of like, the Wow. So it's like,
2: you probably pay per like
0: million or something, though. Or per thousand, I yeah, think. Yeah, per a thousand. Because maybe? that's the same thing with YouTube, right? So. Oh, so
2: that's how all these like Josh Richardson guys and like Bryce, because you don't see them posting a lot of sponsored content. No. So I guess a like, a view get a video TikTok gets a million hits. Yeah, views they get like a thousand bucks or something.
0: Well, actually, Josh Richards is Canadian. He's oh, so how
2: does that work? Canadian. So he moved. Yeah, to- yeah.
1: yeah. Because I. Because oh, you're talking about the creator funds. Yeah, yeah. TikTok and Instagram, Snapchat, every platform has it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, but you say right? not in Canada. No, yeah, yeah. It's
0: U.S. It's all, it's yeah. all, most U.S., US U.K. And yeah. Australia is mainly the, the, the biggest markets most eyeballs yeah which I'm surprised Canada has not created their own creator fund because they have a TikTok Canada account yeah but, but it's d- not it's not like it's not the country it's the it's
1: the the platforms right so Snapchat was the first to announce it when they when they released Spotlight which is obviously yeah. the, their algorithm that pushes random people stuff to their, yeah. to their page they announced, I think, a $40 million creator fund. And they were given basically... I think they were giving away... Or maybe it was $300 million? They were giving away a million dollars a day, I think, to the most watched video. Or the most watched videos. And yeah, they yeah, dispersed so it. it. Out, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Facebook announced... Is that they, worldwide or just
2: in, in the I, States?
1: To be honest, I'm no, not sure. But I would assume... Uh, probably U.S. based. Okay. That's a guess. Maybe check that. Um, Facebook was next. They announced a $3 billion creator fund because of, this is all coinciding with TikTok's rise, to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. It, it was announced probably early pandemic 2020, 2021. TikTok was growing really fast. And then Facebook said they're going to dedicate $3 billion to creators.
2: And that includes Instagram too.
1: Right. Because yeah. the one thing that, which is interesting, that which uh, I find this kind of, yeah, I find this interesting that, that it was, YouTube was one, was probably the first real, like, video or, I guess, content creator platform. Let's say that. Yeah. Uh, because people can make their own content, release it. Um, and that was the only platform for the longest time until now that monetized how many people watched it. Instagram never had it. TikTok, it's all recently. Um, YouTube is still one of the biggest, and they print money. They literally print money. They're one of the more profitable division in, within Google. But... Um, it's interesting that it took so long to get there But I don't know how all of these work But what my assumption is to your point about Canada not having it Is because the corporate headquarters of all these companies Are in most likely Silicon Valley um, Yeah, true, true TikTok is Asia, but also um, No, ByteDance is Asia, TikTok is U.S. They're based in the US And it's the same as like Super Bowl commercials No one's paying for Canadian super, I mean they're paying But they're not paying A million dollars For 30 seconds in Canada You're maybe paying A few hundred thousand mm-hmm. So it's relative right they're yeah. gonna, you, you want an ROI So that's probably I'm guessing why Canada TikTok doesn't have it Danielle's got to So to be eligible For TikTok For the
2: creator fund So to be eligible For the TikTok creator fund US, UK, France, Germany UK, okay. France, Spain, Italy 18 years old 18 10, followers, 10k oh. followers 100,000 video views
3: 100,000 video views Okay. Service. Yeah. Wow. And from the inside based on the videos and the interactions, you get how
2: much money you can receive, and it can from like five dollars for one video to hundred thousand dollars for another Okay, so there's a yeah, there's requirements that you need to meet and then eventually you get paid but per the right sorry. per thousand or per million video views.
0: Okay. Yeah, same thing with YouTube.
2: But did you also see now what TikTok's doing? They're paying forty dollars per sign up. New Wait, sign up.
0: What? If you refer a
2: friend oh. to a new TikTok account, you get $40. Huh.
0: In
1: rewards. To send to people as gifts. Oh, I thought it was earlier. in cash. The TikTok rewards program that they're creating
3: basically you can cash but then you
2: also rewards credit to use. Oh, so that's how people are sending $350 gifts because it's not actually that's, their money. Ah. But that's then what what someone else said. gets the money, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they- so I
2: should just refer a whole bunch of people, these fugazi and then- people, <laughs> and then just fucking give myself a $350 gift to one of my other well, accounts. Well, you're going to
1: send it to somebody. You send it like to me and I give it back to you. Yeah, Oh well, no, yeah. I send it to like the Pals account or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Danielle's yeah. going to finally get paid. <laughs> 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 but this is the thing That's too. That's
1: crazy. Like- yeah, what was I going to say?
2: You Frank, were saying
0: about point. the creative fund. You were saying something no. about uh, were you going to say about kind
2: of how like user acquisition
0: costs? Oh, I was going to say,
1: this is what's interesting to me. People send these gifts. And I'm, yeah. again, if you're saying gifts, great for you. I, I'm happy for you. But I, a lot of platforms are moving. Uh, sorry, and i was saying that not like I was saying that, like generally. I wasn't trying to be like condescending. Um, <laughs> what I was saying was like anybody who says that, I'm not trying to be rude to them because if you that gives you joy and and you like you like you like someone's content, and you want to reward them or show your like uh, appreciation for it, that's terrific and that's great because most people don't do that. Most people will, will watch it because it's free, but as soon as there's a paywall, it's gone. Yeah. And it's interesting because Twitter now is, is implemented like subscription, Twitter Blue, whatever. So you pay five bucks a month, uh, and most like, let's say like the top creators and and writers or whatever, they put a paywall up now, so you can't see all their best content. Instagram is doing this now too, the subscription service. So you basically pay. So mm. let's say who's probably the most famous? F- I don't know who's a. a, a I don't have Instagram. Uh, I
0: don't know, who's but the who's biggest?
1: the biggest female celebrity on Kim K? Probably Kim or K. Selena Gomez
0: or um what. What? Okay,
2: well, uh, I guess Danielle's trying to figure out. what's going Hang on. So okay. okay. Anyways, we'll continue. I think
0: technical difficulties. Um, I think it's uh, Kim Kardashian. I think or oh, actually, it's Selena. No. I, I think it's Selena, then Kim K. No, I think it's Kylie.
2: Oh yeah, I think no, but so I know Selena's top like five overall. So
0: I, I think it's like Ronaldo. Kylie. Well, you talk. He's talking about females. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I think it's Ronaldo's one, then uh, Selena's two, then, and then I think it's Messi, then Kylie, then Kim. Right, let me so
1: rephrase like, this. Sorry, I, I messed that up. Um, like influencer. Oh, like influencer. Not, like someone who got famous not having a talent, like in Hollywood or something, like or a singer, like someone who just. Well,
2: you can't say not having a talent. Sorry.
1: Okay. You know what? Isn't that girl Jen Selter famous for? I was literally just gonna think okay. that, but she has
2: a talent. She's a personal trainer, so her. her but before, is okay,
1: fair. But most of her pictures yeah, are what? Ass photos. Right. So, someone like her, for instance. You know, just turn on the mic. What's wrong? Are oh, good. Want to talk? Um. Now they can put a paywall up and put a subscription, right? So most people, like people like that, can so basically becomes OnlyFans, right? Right. But that's the thing. And but the thing is, sorry, that's not the thing. The thing is, most people aren't going to pay for the service because, like, no one cares. Like, and I don't mean this offensively, Jen Selter. You're probably a nice person, but like, I you're going to you. put a paywall up, you probably lose a lot of people that are willing to pay for it, and most move on to okay. There's another person who's objectionably this looks the same, similar, whatever. And like, I think Twitter's seen this. Not a lot of people are willing to pay for content. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these platforms start to utilize this because it's trying to embrace, uh, empower the creators to monetize their network. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because I don't know if a lot of people are willing to do that. But I guess what I'm really getting at this point is what I find interesting is that people give tips and all this kind of stuff, which, again, if you show appreciation, that's great. That's awesome. Support the creators. But like to give 350 to somebody, <laughs> you can go take that 350 buy a share in Apple, Leave that in there for a very, very long time, and it'll make you more money day over day and year over year. I I, I have a hard time understanding how people like, like even video games. Let's say these like what's well, kids is different, but people like rack up monies in virtual worlds and all that kind of stuff. I get it if it brings you a lot of enjoyment, you should do it. But it's interesting to see how people allocate their money and what they put value into mm. when they could do things that actually return tangible like value. If that makes sense, I don't know. I'm done.
2: Right well, my God, that goes back to that's a. Bigger systemic problem of like financial literacy And like young for people. sure A lot of sure. people Don't understand How the stock market works They don't understand that If you buy a stock Like Apple Microsoft Google um, Facebook One of these Kind of Massive Bullshit. Like yeah Big companies You can make Thousands and thousands Of dollars for sure. At the end of the day, right? But that's a, a kind of different different topic. But you, yeah. you said it. Whatever brings you joy, people should do. That's that's there's that one tweet or somewhere that's like if you're the type of person who puts someone down for doing something they love, you're the worst type of person. Or oh, doing yeah. something that brings you happiness, those are the worst type of people. Oh you
1: know? yeah, I get that all the time. I have, a, I have an objection to that. What if someone what if the person that that's a slippery slope? Because what if your friend's the person and they have something that's a destructive behavior? What if you get joy out of doing drugs drugs or out of being an alcoholic? I'm just saying like, so what if, you know, you said that don't... Yeah, I I I
2: think the tweet was, if you're the type of person who puts someone down when they're excited about something. Yeah, but again, like, like that, uh, George, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what the, you got.
0: You get. I the understand the premise. You. It's a generalization, right? but I understand Someone
2: who premise. just bought a new purse for $500 and you're like, you paid $500 for that purse? Are you crazy? Are you psycho? Well, oh, that's their own
0: money. That's their own choice. It's right? like you can't. If it brings you joy,
2: do it. Unless it's a harmful kind of self-destructive thing. Yeah, yeah, right?
0: yeah. you can't control sometimes other people's decisions yeah. on what they do with the money. Yeah. Right. But then uh, I get another. I get a point of that because then wouldn't be like as an example, wouldn't buying a purse that's let's
1: say five thousand dollars sure. kind of be self-destructive in a sense because you're destructing your wealth to buy something that you probably don't really need. Danielle's gonna tell me about how personal go up in value, but that I for sure for sure it's the same as watches, yeah, same as like Rolex versus Tag Heuer. Yeah. Like you're gonna buy something that.
2: This can be awkward Shh. for the people listening because they won't be able to hear. Danielle
1: anything. is saying basically the yeah. same of like there is, there is, um, purses or if you want to say luxury luxury goods that appreciate in value based on scarcity, based on, uh, demand and supply and so forth. That applies across everything. But like the thing is, the demand is only there for as long as people are willing to pay for it. And I guess what I'm getting at, not to convolute everything, like it's fair, right? It's like people, it's true. You shouldn't put someone down if they're getting enjoyment of something, but yeah. it's also like very subjective to say, like, okay, well, like, is it self-destructive behavior? Because you shouldn't encourage people to do bad things, harmful things to themselves. It's their body though, for all respect. Like, if somebody gets enjoyment out of drinking, like, it's your body. Like, you can do what you want. Mm. It kind of I'm not going down this line either, but like we're in a world right now where everyone's talking about how, how to treat their body and whatever. Of course. Do whatever the hell you want. It's your body. What right does anyone have to tell you how to treat your body? Like, if you want to put you know, if you like drugs or drinking or cigarette, like put it, do it. It's your body. True. So, like, I see what you mean. You shouldn't harp on someone, but like you're also not a bad person by giving someone advice saying, hey, that's probably not the best behavior. It's,
0: you know? it's not so much. I mean, I feel like it's sort of constructive criticism if you tell somebody your opinion and whether they agree or disagree with what you say, if they can acknowledge what you're saying and understand what your, your point is, then that's different from somebody who's defensive and doesn't agree with it and then makes themselves look like the victim. In, in That's the, actually a really good way to put it. In the, in the topic. So, like for example, like you were saying with people who are alcoholics or drug abusers and who are addicted to drugs, right? Let's say it's your a family member or a close friend of yours that do drugs. Obviously, like you said, it's their own body. They could do how they want. Although, if it's somebody that you care about, you will say something to them and help them get through with it and recover and become sober from it, right? Although... That's only if they're willing to take your advice and your help, right? If you go to a stranger and you ask them what they're doing and why they're drinking or why they're, you know, doing drugs and they don't care f- about your, about you for their well-being, then that's their choice, right? You can't do anything about yeah, it yeah. to change their mind. And so that's, that's it's very situational. For and sure, very- for sure. That's fair. Right,
2: I think you guys are looking too deep into this. No, you're Please. right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the example is like, oh my god, I just got, uh I just got engaged. Like, well, you're 31, you should have been engaged five well, okay. years ago. Okay, Yeah, anyone yeah, who does that is
1: to be kicking yeah. the shins. Yeah, like you yeah, get I what I'm saying. I know yeah.
2: what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. We got <laughs> dark there. Alcoholics, <laughs> drugs. Like, what the fuck? Well, well, I'm is just saying. saying, like in <laughs> general.
0: <laughs> I, I know what you guys. It's just an example because he brought up that that topic as a conversation, right? So I just kind of wanted to. We got really in the weeds off like. uh Donating money
1: to creators and yeah. stuff. We really got into like
0: <laughs> we got down into like quotes and then yeah, how they're yeah we went too like. far. That's rewind. But that's what
3: I like.
2: Rewind But
0: that's what I like about podcasts because sometimes the best conversations are the ones that are not planned. Bingo. Right. And to kind of segue into what you said about drinking, we were talking as offline how you he started a doing a that. seventy-five day seventy-five hard. 75 hard.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a I, uh, as much as I talk shit about social media, this is from social media. <laughs> okay, so
2: well, tell people cuz we, we I don't briefly know.
1: mentioned it a little while ago, but he doesn't know and maybe our listeners don't either. So 75 hard was a fitness challenge that kind of got got pretty popular. I guess oh. not massively popular, but big on like TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would say around a year ago, Ooh. 2020. Okay. Um and 75 hard was it was uh, a a challenge that that Anthony Frizella came up with, I believe that's his name. And essentially like it's, I guess it was classified as like a fitness challenge okay. by a lot of people, but yeah. it really is like a mental toughness and, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A mental fortitude type challenge. Okay. what 75 hard is, um, it's 75 days and essentially for the 75 days, you follow the exact same things every single day. Hmm. You have to do two workouts a day. Excuse me. Sorry. Let me start again. You have to do a progress photo every day. So that's how I start my day. You do a progress photo. There's some some science and I guess some uh, some um, literature on the fact that if you're taking a progress photo on a daily basis, it keeps you more accountable and also I think makes you a little bit more joyful or happy because you're seeing like kind of results and you're seeing yourself. So that's part of the challenge. You take a photo every day to to, to gauge progress. Okay. Um, you have to do two workouts a day. Hmm. One of them has to be outdoors. So you do sorry two 45 minute workouts. One indoor, one outdoor. Okay. So or you can do both outdoor. Um, so I've been outside every day this year so far, even through the frigid cold and the snowstorm, um, which is actually kind of nice. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, you have to drink a gallon of water, which I think is like five
0: liters or four, liter- four no, liters. No, a gallon of water is 3.79 liters. There you go.
1: I love how you know that. <laughs>
0: the only reason why I know is because like I talked to my dad about it, and then I looked it up on Siri, and it's like 3.79.
3: Yeah, right? yeah,
1: you're right.
0: You're right. It's under four.
1: Uh, so drink a gallon of water. Uh, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book that's like... Uh, it says like nonfiction, self help, but I, I with non nonfiction. I don't read self help too much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I think that's it. Oh, okay. no, dr- no drinking and okay. no cheat meals. Ooh. Um, the other one that they add in, I think, is for like it's not part of something you have hard. It's part of like when you make it to like I guess stage two of the once you finish it, you could take a five minute uh cold shower every cold shower or like a cold bath, which I, I typically do ice baths. ice bath. Yeah, I do ice baths once once twice a week. Once okay. uh, once a week, once every other week. So anyways, I decided this year, um, I'm so not, they big- call it, sorry, they
2: call it a mental transformation
1: program. There you go. That's what they call it. And cause it is honestly like the fitness working out's not hard. Like once you get into a rhythm working mm-hmm. out, it's easy. It's getting over that hump, like the first couple weeks sticking to it. And historically I've been someone who likes set resolutions. And then for the last couple of years, I'm not crazy about them. Like I don't, I think that they're new year like january one is just another day i think yeah. trying to change your life in one day yeah does not happen like exactly. you have to be willing to make incremental changes and like tiny little habits that build to something bigger you can do that at any time january one is convenient i don't know why that's the day but whatever and this year just happened to be i decided that i wanted to like start getting back in shape obviously put on some weight during the pandemic um at the beginning of the pandemic i was running a lot like like we got up to like 20, 30, 30 Ks yeah. on weekends. Um, just got off of that. So put some weight on. So I said, you know what? I want to start something for the new year. Just do something to make me feel better. Planning on going to Europe this summer again. Do you want to look nice? So yeah. I was like, let me try this thing. Um, and yeah, I'm 31, 32 days into it now. Mm-hmm. Haven't had a drop of alcohol. do Haven't had a, ch- when I say cheat meal, it's a bit ambiguous because you're just- you're supposed to pick a diet, mm. any diet you want. I forgot to mention that part. Any diet you want. It can be okay. anything. Okay. I picked intermittent fasting. Um, okay. And I'm trying to stay off, like, natural. I'm not eating fast food. I'm staying off sugar. Like, okay. I all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I've stuck to it for 32 days. I feel amazing. I've slept better than I've ever slept, I think, in my entire life. I, every night, I have the most vivid dreams that I remember. Like, I remember everything about them. Um, I've dropped about nine pounds in the first month. Awesome. Which I don't think is sustainable, but feel pretty good. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Of And that's the reason why I'm not drinking. And my, my challenge goes until March March 19th, approximately. Yeah, well, you and look great. My dad's birthday is March 19th. And my dad, if there's one thing he's known for, it's his wine. So
0: I am very much looking forward to that day. You look great, though, George. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You too, Rick. <laughs> you, and, you Rick and that, always looks good. You and that bachelor smile there, you know? Uh,
2: I, so I I like getting my tires pumped. I do. But I wanted to go back to this Andy Frizella guy. So... Uh, I was have been googling this last little bit. Okay. So he runs uh, in 2017. He was in, uh, interviewed by Forbes, and they said he used a social media company to earn hundred million dollars in sales for his supplement company, and then so he was already—he must have been somebody already on social media when he yeah. started the seventy-five hard. Well, this article is kind of bashing him, but... uh, He's a
0: podcast, too, I think. He's like
1: a...
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyways, anyone's going to bash somebody. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of... Look, there's a lot of... That's the other thing I want to kind of... Aspect touch on. I looked up 75 Hard to see if there's any, like, science or efficacy to what they're talking about, any studies done. And you Google 75 Hard, like, anything about 75 Hard, and you get, like, men's health. You know, why you should stay away from 75 Hard. Men's Journal, 75 Hard is bad. New York Times, 75 Hard, you know, not all it's cracked up to be. And, like... Do I give a shit if there's science to this? Do I give Do I does anybody like It's hard for me to understand like when somebody if somebody who is a entrepreneur, let's say, or a social media expert, someone basically who's not a doctor or scientist comes out with a challenge, there's probably not a whole lot of science to it and they're not trying to be scientific and say you're going to, you know, you're going to get rid of your cancer if you do this. Mm-hmm. He's trying to challenge people to take like to just stress themselves mentally and see if they can withstand it because frankly, uh, it, he has a, like I think he has a point. Like people need to stress themselves and challenge themselves Jonko Willink, um, former SEAL, big podcaster, wrote a bunch of books. He talks about this too. Like just challenge yourself with the mental fortitude. David Goggins, very famous person. Ross yeah. Edgeley, yeah, Ross Edgeley. Like there's these people that believe this, and yeah, some people say, oh yeah, you know, it's like this alpha male talk, male toxicity type vibe, mm-hmm. where all these guys want to be the raw, raw, hard guys, but like, but. Being mentally, having mental fortitude is a, is a, is, a <clears throat> is a lesson that is as old as time. Like it goes back to the Stoics of the of the Roman and, and ancient Greek times, where they said building mental fortitude, it, it like it's it just it keeps you happy, it gives you peace of mind because it allows you to withstand punches and blows, bad news, good news, and and weather it and not let it affect you because. That's the only way to have peace of mind. It's the only way to be happy with yourself. It's the only way to be able to deal with adversity is being able to be up here. Have something bad. Have your leg get chopped off and be like, you know what? Hmm? I still got another one. or
2: or like, like That's what I get, told a couple get, weeks ago on yeah, the like, pod. Remember about the farmer? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because you, yeah. you never know where, where your story ends and what's going to happen. But being yeah. mentally tough is super important. Um, anyways, back to the point of like the things bashing is I don't get why people like articles feel the need to like criticize it. You can, you can say, Hey, maybe it's not for everyone or, or say, this is the facts. This is the facts. But like coming at it from a negative angle of saying like, Oh, it's not all it's cracked up to like, Why do you think that approach? Just say, here's the facts that we've looked up. Think for yourself, formulate your own opinion. Well, cause I've done it so far. And do I like getting up, out, going outside when it's minus 22 walking? No. Do I feel great after? Do I feel like I can take on the world? Do I feel really mentally sharp? Absolutely. So I can tell you someone doing it right now, I think it's amazing.
2: Well, it's on the, you nailed it when you said uh time about like building mental strength because it is very hard to build mental strength Yeah. and like to really challenge yourself mentally is very hard. We know how to physically get in shape. We know, you know how to lose weight. You just fucking burn more calories than you eat. Simple for most of the time, but it's very hard to train your mind and these challenges, that's what they're meant to do. It's a mental transformation. Yeah. If it was easy, it wouldn't fucking train your mind. Of course, it would be something you do every day, right? Yeah. By putting yourself in these difficult situations where you have to stick to something, you have to wake up early, you have to blah 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 everything George said. By the end of the seventy five, you're either you're in a new routine, you've changed your mentality on things, and that's the hard part. And I hate when people—I don't want to say the word bitch because I—I don't. That's not the right word, but I hate when people just complain and and honestly, bitch. So, so Because I, people are trying to make themselves better, and because yeah, 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 good, good way. <clears throat> because it's true. Like, if you want to better yourself, and you're gonna do something that you think is bettering yourself, then do it. Of course. Then go ahead and do it. Like Gary Vee probably comes out with a challenge. Everyone, everyone on social media is like, "Hoorah! Yeah, Gary V." Well, it's like, but some other dude that's you know not as. Well-respected online makes a challenge. People are gonna be like, "Oh, why you got it?" Comes
1: out as a little more, little more of an aggressor. Yeah. People take it like, "Oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's trying to oh, be he's a an alpha male." It's like, yeah, like, okay. If if
2: if there's nothing wrong the with that, there's like, alpha females too. Like, mm-hmm. let them be it. Who
0: cares? I think I think because of social media, it has changed the people's minds of who they should listen to based on sometimes either their status, how much money they have, and how much followers they have to attract the people that they're doing so. <laughs> Um, I don't want to give examples of celebrities because, like, or anyone of, of that nature, because there's you know, it, it could be anybody. But let's say one celebrity or influencer does something that changes the world, and then somebody who doesn't really on social media, who's not on social media that much, or has that much attention, does the same thing. Nobody, not nobody, but not many people on social media would care enough unless it's brought to light and actually talked about it to a platform where millions or hundreds of thousands of people see it and then they start to get so they start to take notice of it yeah.
2: right we, we've talked about this before on the podcast numerous times and i don't want to go down this road because it's a it's a long dark road of course but when when influencers who have a lot of followers they in today's society have a lot of clout yeah just because they have millions of followers well you remember back in the day when all these mega influencers were promoting skinny tea. And every influencer was promoting their version of skinny tea. And it's like basically it was just stuff that made you shit. And like you lost weight because everything that came in your body left your body. And then all these dietitians came out and said, guys, this isn't healthy. Don't take it. Or the what are the the, the waistbands called? Uh, the waist trainers. Waist trainers. Like everybody was doing it. And the doctors were like, hey, guys, this isn't really good. Like you probably should. But because all these mega influencers were promoting it and they have quote unquote clout. Yeah. Everyone thought it was good. It's like, "Yo, you're not an expert. You just have a lot of followers cuz you got a nice fat ass and you're hot." Like, you know, <laughs> which what I mean?
0: is which is which is about 90 80% of women on Instagram specifically that promote their their bodies yeah. in order to which, get OnlyFans or just to get sponsors. Well, and the
2: problem becomes it's like when you have these
0: Again, this is going to
2: be my last comment on this. When you have these mega beautiful women who are either supernaturally gifted or physically enhanced, promoting certain products to help you grow your ass. It's like, yo, you didn't do that. No. It It was God given to you or you paid for it. You know, Jen Selter. again, she was kind of, I I don't know her story, but I know a lot of like ass models either built it themselves through hard work or they bought it. So it's not that they took this protein shake that gave them the fat ass. No, they spent hours in the gym or they spent hours making money to pay for it. True. One of the two, right? So that, that I'm not going to say this. I, no, I want to say keep, something I actually, thought about, this, that, actually not, thought about I'm not this not
1: recently that. and I I am going to I I want to say this thought out loud cuz I'm actually curious like I haven't like cha- I've thought this in my head and I've tried to think about different angles to see if it makes sense and I think I've come to a conclusion. Sorry, not come to a conclusion, but come to a bit of an idea of who I actually like will like like the gravity to listen to and who I tried tend to not to. If someone's on social media, and I don't mean this offensively to anybody who's like around and but listening, I'm just telling you like my opinion. It's I, I tend to respect the opinion more of people or the the skill, I guess, of people who have non-transferable skills. Meaning, let's say somebody's a doctor and they're or not a doctor, let's say somebody I'll use an example. This there's, there's there's um personal trainers who have Either gone to school for it, spent a lot of time doing it, and then developed their craft in the gym. Let's say yeah. there are people who have gotten extremely fit, self-teaching, like and become trainers by hours and hours and hours of grinding and learning the human anatomy. And then, no offense, there's people that maybe go to a course for a weekend, and now they're a personal trainer. Mm. They're all personal trainers, but some people have put the time in, and that time you invest is non-transferable. The person who went to, to you know a course for a weekend. I probably am equally as qualified to be a personal trainer. No offense. I appreciate no, you spending no, time. But no, but I, tr- I, I've bought, so as an example, like I spent a year of my life, no, so I spent like maybe five, seven years of my life boxing, but I spent a good year trained to actually fight. So I put time in. I'm not an expert boxer or trainer, but I understand how to get in shape and do that stuff. So does that make me a trainer? I don't think so, but I'm qualified. Now, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I forget what we're on this topic, but I think, like, when you gravitate to people who, um, when you listen to people whose opinions or, you know, you, you see people who are trying to promote something or whatever, just look and see, like, why they're promoting it. Like, are they a domain expert? Are they some kind of person who's invested a lot of time and becomes somebody who has a non-transferable skill or a unique insight? For the most part, I would argue people on social media, the overwhelming majority don't. I would argue, like, of all three billion users of, of Facebook's products, Maybe less than one percent.
0: Yeah, less than one
1: percent, which is still probably three million. Even that's gonna be high. Or like domain experts. So I'm like, If you want to make an income and a living and and promote products, great, do it. But if you're gonna go and make your decisions as an educated human being, someone with resources, like I'm gonna buy this because this this person promotes it, you might have to. And that goes back to the point of Ricky saying like something about like uh, literacy, um, financial literacy stuff like that.
2: Well, it's a systemic problem. Yeah. 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 The only Anyways, common, so like now we're getting <coughs> uh, get again. The only comment.
0: The only comment I would say is, based on some of these experience and knowledge of something it will it will show when they teach somebody or talk about it in conversation or in a video right that's the only thing i would say is just do your research on the person and ask them questions that you could kind of gain to your knowledge Mm -hmm. and say is this person credible to me
1: that's fair and i think that to that point did we say on this podcast we're talking to somebody recently or said if you really want to know If somebody really knows something, ask them why. Like, I just just let them talk. They're talking about skinny tea. Say, why should I take it? Okay, and like, let them answer. Okay, why do you take it? And then say, you know, why would anybody else? Why why do we need this product? Like, just ask why a few times. Most people, if you dive like three, four layers deep, they if they're knowledgeable, they have the answers. Because asking somebody why you should do something, if they believe in something, they would typically know. Yeah. If you ask me why you should clean your house, I can tell you a million reasons because I work in cleaning. If I tell you, you know, Ricky can tell you probably a lot about construction, a lot about working out, getting in shape, mental health and all those things because he truly believes it and doesn't just preach it to, to to gain followers, right? Yeah. So I think that's another thing too. Like you're you're right. When you're going to look for somebody for information, like make sure they're credible. But an easy way to find if someone's credible is probe a little bit.
0: Push a little bit and see. And you can yeah. kind of tell people. And pretty, pretty also pretty. just give them a chance and, and then you could formulate an opinion and <clears throat> a reference to other people whether or not you want them to go to them. I, I could, like to gym. I go to the gym now for about three months. and You look good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I go with something called strong lift five by five. That's which what is, I do. Really?
1: So I'm strong. <laughs> well, oh, sorry, what five is by five is or? you
0: You can explain it. You're doing okay, so strong lift five by five. There's two different workouts, okay? The first workout is... Is bench press, squats, and barbell rows. Okay. So let's say I do that on a Sunday. The next workout, I do it every other day. So then the second workout would be on a Wednesday. I would do squats, deadlifts, and overhead press. So each of those workouts, those are the main compounds of this, of the Strong Lift 5x5. You do five sets for five reps, and then you're done with that different compound. And then um on Friday you would do the first workout you did of the week. And then two days later you alternate. So let's say I do it on a Sunday, I do the second workout, then I do and I alternate back and forth. That makes sense. So Sunday would be four I mean if I do it on a Sunday I do it four times a week and I do two of the same workouts in that week yeah, and if and then I the do the following it, week you only do you only do yeah, three yeah, workouts yeah, yeah. meant
1: to develop strength and like and like yeah, makes sense more than uh like muscle endurance yeah things. yeah
0: so basically and there's no car. well in that whole workout there's no cardio really it's just for upper body strength yeah, mainly
2: you know what and I'm gonna get back on this fuck cause it's just fucking it's, it's, it's bothering me so when jo- the example George gave about personal trainers and you know Rick's got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with, pick with, with Good Life LA Fitness. And respectfully, honestly, almost every Respectfully, end, yeah, res- that respectfully.
1: Is so sorry, that's so funny. When you um, respectfully, the end. You obviously, like. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go, I'm ahead, about go ahead. Go yeah, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> respectfully. So, the big, so
2: I've been working out since I've been about 15, and okay. I've I've my whole life I've never been overweight. Even at my worst, I'm still fairly fit.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> people should us on that barrel a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> got him back. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
2: You no, mark that one. Eh? You can post <laughs> that. Uh, so I remember, I've got a, a, a numerous, more than a handful of occasions, but with Good Life and Ali Fitness and a lot of these big box gyms, these kind mm-hmm. of cheap ones that are that promote just basic working out. Know? Yeah, a lot of these personal trainers go and they do a course. They want to get into personal training, so they go and they do a course like George. Said. It's a weekend course, a thousand bucks, and they're in there for twenty hours, and they walk out, boom, they're stamped personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I got no problem with people following their dreams and their passion, but what I have problem is that people pretending to be experts in things that are not. Exactly. So just because you studied for twenty hours, okay, where'd you put in the work? Mm-hmm. Because you studied it, you know theoretically how to do it, I want to see you go out and fucking do it. So don't... How are you... Uh, the example I got is I was doing a, a spinning class at A Good Life. Okay. And lady on the podium, she's thicker lady, right? Which I got no problem with because that doesn't mean you're not fit, right? That You could be thicker and, and still super fit. Well, she gets on the bike, cycles for five minutes, gets off the bikes, and she's kind of trying to pump people up.
3: Okay, okay, well, you know
2: what? She gets back on the bike and I hear her huffing and puffing now. And I'm like, all right, I'm huffing and puffing too. But then she gets off the bike, work, work... And she came right up to my bike and I was beside my mom. Good good life, 27 and seven. Worst good life in the city. Um, So I was on the bike and she comes right up to me and goes, come on, push it. I literally was like, you push it. Are you kidding me? You get on the bike. I want to see you fucking do it. If I'm struggling, I want to see you struggling. I don't care if you taught two other classes. I don't give a fuck. You get on the bike and if you're going to tell me to do it, you better be able to do it too. That's why the, the ones that like spin, soul cycle, these like kind of more community based ones like, they do it a lot of the times. And F45 at the beginning, all their trainers, when I first started going to a couple of them here and there, were all jacked. If somebody's telling me to lift weights, I want I want that person to be doing that too. I want to see that that person's put in the work and they're able to do what they're telling me to do. Cuz if you can't do what you're telling me to do, then you can't fucking do it. I don't need to fucking do it. Because it's just again, practice what you preach. Yeah. If you want to tell somebody to go and uh you you know, it can't, it's not hard. Okay. Fucking prove it. Yeah. you're telling me it's not hard. Yeah. I just ran 400 meters or whatever. You go run 400 meters. Yeah. I just sprinted up this, this imaginary hill because you were yelling at me. I'm huffing and puffing. I want you huffing and puffing with me. <laughs> Don't tell me to, oh, pedal harder, pedal, turn it up three notch. You fucking turn it up.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's so funny? I, I appreciate you letting like, me that, news, man. <laughs> Like, I your face irks is. Me, man. That's the exact same rant that George did with the podcast and Anthony Ernesto. Man. Like, he went on like a three minute yeah, rant.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I did go. Listen, out, like, I, I don't get
2: personal trainers. I forgot about that. I, I, I wanted, don't like, get. <laughs> tangible yeah, I don't get personal trainers a lot of times because I just, I've got 15, now 16 years of just hard work. Yeah. I've never, minus vacations, I've never gone a week without the gym. Even if I'm injured, even if i I still go and I'll stretch, yeah. I'll walk, I'll do anything because the gym is my sanctuary. Yeah. So over the last 16 years, I've learned more than a thing or two. Yeah. So sometimes I see these personal trainers that, you know, they might have qualifications. Great. But I don't know if you can really benefit me. And then I signed up with one about two years ago because the dude had my ideal body. He goes tall and jacked. And I'm like, I want to look like you. <laughs> what do we got to do? Yeah. I, I'm not doing it. I've, I've hit a plateau. Right, what do I got to do? He's like, what do you like doing? I'm like, oh, you know, let's try boxing. He's like, all right, well box. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I got super jacked. Unfortunately, personal training is expensive as fuck. So yeah,
1: it is. Had to stop that for a bit. But yeah, it's. It, I get, you know, just practice you to- what you
2: preach. If you want to, yeah. if you want to talk about like a, a dietitian or a nutritionist that's not fit or not like relatively healthy looking, I would kind of be like, yo, well, you're telling me to fucking go on this diet. Well, yo, where's yours?
1: Yeah, it's like, would you like look? A lot, it's, I'm a never orthodontist I noticed th- an with th- not
2: straight teeth. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't go to orthodontists who didn't have straight teeth.
0: Or at least the good only exception.
2: Teeth. The only exception is hair hairdressers, because some are just natural, like bald or whatever. Like some got short hair that's cool looking, whatever. I'd I'd go to them, but like. A dentist with bat with a bad smile. Nope, not going there. Orthodontist, same thing. Pers- uh, an overweight personal hold trainer. On,
1: I'll, I'll say something though. I agree. I know what you're saying, but that some examples aren't. I don't know if they hold like water. So like, would you go example. to? Would you
2: hire a gardener with a bad garden?
1: Well, hang on a second. Uh... I know what you're saying. The dentist one, I think, is hard because what if they the teeth aren't perfectly straight, but they have never had a cavity in their life? Let's say because that's still healthy teeth. Like for example. I'm overweight. Yes, you but when you, when, not me, when me and you first got in the boxing or, ring, yeah. I also had more weight on you. which yeah. is different, but like I could hold my own. Yeah. Like from a cardio perspective, yeah. I've always been big, but I've like been a, I've, I run like a lot. Yeah,
3: that's fair. Someone looks so at maybe, me, they're gonna like, dentists,
1: compare you. me to Rick. Yeah, maybe not dentist, but orthodontist. <laughs> but th- but I'm saying there's like, but they're just their teeth, right? Like if their teeth are healthy, they fix teeth. Orthodontist straighten teeth.
0: Uh yeah, with braces, right? Braces, yeah.
1: What if I'm a, okay? An orthodontist is like a mechanic for teeth, basically. What if your mechanic drives an old shit box, but the Does engine you, is mint?
2: If it if it if it drives, I'm good because I'm there to make to make my car drive. Yeah, but his teeth. Would are you go first. to a, a a auto body shop with a guy that had a bad uh, With had dents in his car? No, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, remember what they specialize in, right? Orthodontists specialize in making straight teeth, making teeth straight.
1: I think, I don't know if that's just like, I or it's it's a a dog bite, dog. they fix your bite, they fix everything, right? Anyways, yeah, uh, we can yeah, go to anyways, semantics. Yeah, right. I think the example yeah. is very specific, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think we're just getting to a the pals, yeah, yeah. I think we're
2: both just like, we're both nah, equally nah, wound nah, up. are. Nah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I got wound up there. That's why. I just <laughs>
0: let you guys talk amongst yeah, yourselves yeah, because yeah, it yeah. seems like it's a personal issue. No, no, no. Guys. I just
1: thought like, I was thinking about an example because whenever, like, when Rick made an analogy, like, I just, like, like, Imagine a, a photographer
2: sends you, like, examples of
1: photos and they're just
0: fucking shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Like, blurry and like, and like, not in focus. The best
1: way to do it is like, it's like, a trainer, and again, respect to all trainers, if you go take a course, you essentially <laughs> read, a, read a book or, or took something in a manual. You didn't get real-world application. So it's the same as you wouldn't go to a pilot who's never flown. You wouldn't go to a, a cleaner who's never picked up a mop. You just wouldn't do, you shouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't go to somebody who hasn't a real-world practice and application. Yeah. I, Put a like, train, as like, someone someone who boxes, I could shadow box the shit of anything, but as you step in the ring, you could you could look like Mike Tyson out of the ring. You step in the ring, you get punched, like, you just... <laughs> do, do you know what's
2: a good example? Okay, so... Massage therapists They don't I I don't think they need University degrees They need those like College courses Or those like A certificate Yeah whatever And I think it's like You need 200 hours Of practice And they give like Either free or super cheap Massages at these little clinics And you know There's one at Caledonia and Lawrence There was a little clinic On the corner I used to go It was 25 or 30 dollars For an hour massage Shut up But it's from like a rookie Who gives a shit Right my back hurts, man. I, I'm, out of, I'm out of benefits right now. I got, you know, boom, I'm going to this $30 place. Because you can just tell her, person, hey, it doesn't feel good. And I don't feel bad about telling them it doesn't feel good. Because I know the guy or girl is still learning. He or she. That's, that's how it should be with personal training. It's like, okay, you, you had your, your 20-hour course. You theoretically learned. You read the book. Cool. I got, I got no disrespect to those courses. But I want the real-world practice. You must have 200 hours or 100 hours in the gym. you know. Or if you're going to train me, I get a discount. Because
1: you're a rookie. That's Where I agree with that, I think that the point to it, and you charge 80 bucks all of a sudden because it, you got a fucking certificate. Kind of ties into the, the fuck out of here, <laughs> I agree, I agree. It kind of ties into that aspect of like the you know the creator aspect and what what it's also creating in the world is that again, people should be able to earn off their name, image, likeness, off their reputation, off their skills. But I think too, the other thing is we're all seeing this this rise of the social media creators and um coaches, if you will, trainers, whatever it is, but not just like fitness, any kind of coach, like business coach, whatever. And a lot of people now. I guess they come out and you know my time is worth. I know what my time is worth. I can tell if I told you guys what I think my time is worth, you'd think I'm crazy. Like I don't even send I don't even return clothes sometimes. I'll like fucking I'm just like I'm gonna give it away to get go return a shirt for ten bucks. It'll take me more time to drive and stand there. But the thing is a lot of people come out and say, Okay, you want me to train you? Okay, hundred bucks an hour. Well, hang on a second. Like you just finished a course, like what are your credentials? And the yeah. the unfortunate thing is some people will end up getting suckered into paying that and it doesn't disservice to them. It's really bad. And one of the things I want to kind of harken back to, and I'm going to, there's a bit of an assumption, but I'm pretty sure I, I, I know this. In Japanese culture. Okay. Japanese culture has a, has a long history of they're very proud and they take a lot of pride in, in the what the work they do. Oh, interesting. My that. But they take a lot of pride, especially when it comes to like stuff like sushi and, the cra- and different craft, uh, mm-hmm. craftsmanship professions. But in sushi, you're not allowed to pick up a sushi knife. For like your first two years You know the cut sushi You don't even You start out like Cleaning, cleaning the restaurant Like you uh-huh. want to work At a sushi restaurant in Japan For the most part The good ones You start as a cleaner You clean tables yeah. You wipe down everything down From good. there From there You get to make rice And you spend about a year To two years making rice Think about that Your job is to make White rice every single night
2: Yeah Isn't that like The easiest thing to ever make What yeah, well, to, If you're going to make, Don't you That's a very bold statement It's a very bold statement I
0: thought it was steaming. super easy No, no. you're
1: making like, like Sushi rice the proper way Like a Michelin star restaurant Let's say for instance Or even like a high end restaurant there's a lot of ways to do it Like they, I mean I know there's like You just You gotta put a lot of time And effort into it It's gotta be precise wow, right? bad. Well, It's, like, it it's like an art form <laughs> It's like an art expression Like they They put a lot of time into it But the thing is From there from rice You go from rice I think you go to making I forget what the egg is called But it's an egg omelet uh, Japanese one that you whip up With chopsticks And you have to do that I think for like three years And once you master How to make that then you're allowed to pick up a knife and start cutting sushi, start cutting sushi like sashimi oh. pieces. Think about that. It takes like five, six, seven years to become a, a, a cleaner to that. And people put their time in, and then they become a master of their craft. And they can go say, I'm going to charge you $1,000 on a piece of sushi, and you'll pay for it because they're a pro. I think today, like now in like Western culture, with this rise of social media and the rise of the easy action. Watch they, a YouTube video. Fix. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm we'll an expert. on own sushi. Now I'm an expert, I'm a personal trainer, so I'm going to charge 100 bucks an hour. No, like, put your time in. Sh- you have to establish your worth to people and establish the value.
3: Yeah, Both Hey, it's people.
1: a bit of, like, a, a tangent there, but that's one thing I disagree with. And a lot of, you know, a lot yeah. of people, I think, if you can charge it, you can make it good, but I don't think you're establishing credibility. You're not establishing goodwill with people. Like, you really, yeah. if you want to build a, it's about longevity. And, and, the like, that's how you build a good reputation. It's how you build good clientele. It's how you build people that'll stick with you, for the thick and the thin. And a lot of people just want that quick, instant hit of and course. the gratification yeah. where, more people should put the time yeah, and take the,
0: the time to grind it out. It's called dopamine. Yeah, the dopamine, like it's just like when um, there is a guy named Simon Sinek who yeah talked about Start with it. Why? Yeah, the Millennial Question. Have you seen that? No, you should watch that video. It's called the Millennial Question. It's sure. a fifty-minute video of 1515 one five of him basically explaining the four characteristics of millennials and what they see, what he saw in the workplace, and that's a whole different video you guys could watch. But his what he was saying is that. Um, the dopamine that people get from a text message or a notification on Instagram or whatever social media app that you get, it goes, it gets you excited. And then once it's gone, then it's gone and it's just temporary. So that's the same thing of like what you're saying when like, I don't know, you get a viral video on TikTok or you get, I don't know, a million views on, on YouTube, for example, right? You get that high and it's just temporary. And then once it's all gone, what do you do from there? right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also about sushi and rice (laughs) with Rick, he was like, sushi is easy to make. Like, no, there's actually two ways of making rice, um, either in a pot or using a rice cooker. And I think the rule of thumb for a pot is, I think, uh, is it like two, uh, two cups of water to the amount of rice you have, I think, or something like that. So it's like, let's say you have four cups of rice, you put eight cups of water. It it varies. Like I use, a, I actually cook a lot of rice lately because I'm like on my diet, or whatever. I do, like it, if you're
1: like, you can do like a one cup to one cup, but as it gets more, it gets incrementally more. So when I do like two cups of rice, dry rice, like two and a half cups of water. Yeah. It varies, but even sushi rice, you put like mostly, but I think you put, they put vi- uh, like malt vinegar in it after yeah. to kind of give it some sticky. That's how you get the sticky yeah. rice. So,
0: so with rice cookers, this is a very uh, Filipino trick that I learned from my mom. Okay. So when you're cooking rice, okay, when you fill the water. Uh, so you, I don't know. Let's say you have six cups of rice. Okay, when you're filling up your rice, the very first line of your index finger is the line of how much water you should put, and nine times out of ten, it's gonna be perfect, cook, perfectly cooked rice. So the first line on your index finger right here is how much water it should rise above from the from the rice. Should so touch the rice, and that's so how much water. Yeah. So you oh. so from the from the surface of the rice. Yeah. Yeah. When the water hits, when like you. Yeah, yeah. Flat on the rice. It once it reaches the first line. It's that's in a
1: pressure cooker or in a, a rice no, cooker? Just
0: re- regular rice cooker. Yeah. I bet your rice probably sucks. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a tip. Oh, so like if you're not Filipino, or <laughs> how do you even think of that? I just think I'm like, bro. What if everyone everyone's
2: hands are a little bit different size? I yeah. why has well, got massive hands. All those fucking long ass fingers.
0: It's mainly a Filipino thing and mainly an Asian okay. uh, like that people yeah, use yeah. rice cookers. Yeah, yeah. But for those who don't use rice cookers much or don't or it looks the camera rice for this, hey, I love this. Right. That's my trick, and that's like a sort of a family trick that I've learned, and it works nine times out of ten. You a good cook? So funny <laughs> you you mentioned this. So I actually went to culinary. I went to culinary school. I went to Humber for two years. No after, way after high school, and I did like this program where they take high school students and they pay for your tuition. They pay for your your uniform all you have to do is pay for transportation. I forget what the core, the, the, uh, the program was and yeah, they cover all of that. So you just go to school as a high school student as co-op and you, you learn your level one apprenticeship. So I did that for two years and I finished it. Although it wasn't really something I wanted to do. And to answer your question with cooking, there's a very few recipes that I could really cook and it would be spaghetti. Mainly, like anything pasta related, anything chili related, I can make some really dope chili, okay, and some dope spaghetti, and there's a Filipino recipe that you use sugar and you use hot dogs in your spaghetti sauce,
1: interesting, yeah, sugar and hot dogs, yeah, I fucking want a hot dog right now, yeah, but but
0: but Filipinos use a lot of sweet things like in their in their foods. I had no idea. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Jollibee before? Yeah. They just came to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in Mississauga, I think. There's a the really
2: fluffy looking top? No. Jollibee's no.
0: a chain. It's a fast food. It's a fast but food. But what's the
2: main food? That, that, like, is it the one with the fluffy top looking? It kind of looks like a, a very fluffy pancake, the top um, of it? No. What are you
0: talking about? What the about? fuck am I thinking? No. Well, okay. So there's, Jollibee's a store. Jollibee's a fast food t- chain in the Philippines and it expanded worldwide. And it's, it's, it's Jolly. Jollibee. Ma- J- J-O-L-L-I-B-E-E. And mainly the fast food restaurant. Excuse me. The mainly it's spaghetti, uh, fried chicken. They have um, this uh, dish called palabuk, which is like rice noodles with shrimp and like green onions. It's like a really good one. And then there's a delicacy called balut. Have you heard of that? No. So it's a duck no, it's not a duck. Um, what kind of embryo? It's an embryo. It's a... It's... a. It's. I forget. Actually, I, I forget um, what kind of embryo. I think it's a... Coil? No. It's a good thing we got
2: someone on the computer.
0: Can you... Sorry? She can't spell it. How do you spell it? B-A-L-U-T. B-A-L-U-T. Fertilized, Fertilized bird. bird egg is an embryo. Yeah, usually okay. a duck. I was about to say a duck, but I wasn't... I think you said dog eggs, yeah, And so basically it's about a week to two weeks old and it still has feathers and you crack open the the top of the egg. You drink the juice, which is a bit like, um, salty a bit. And then you just eat the, you eat the embryo. And I eat everything, but fuck that. And it, 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 I haven't tried it personally. There was a guy on YouTube from New York who did this and it, t- they described it as like chicken. Oh. So it's very like soft meat. Yeah, but you eat, and my and my dad said it's between a week to two weeks old that it's the best, like to eat it. If it's three weeks old, it's a bit like it's a bit bad.
3: To okay,
1: eat it. I can tell you right now. So I I grew up in a household where my dad made me eat everything as a kid. My dad cook, my dad's an amazing cook. Like cooks everything. <laughs> you could have said that on the mic. That was actually a good one. That was really I was good. You said it earlier, but you said it twice. Ricky on mic. said you could tell. You, just said <laughs> you were like, I eat bit. everything. Before I was like, I looked at you. No, I was like, Nah, man, I gotta go I'm not. It. A, I'm the least picky eater. I'll eat everything. I like. I spent a month in India. Like, I I go to street vendors. Like, I one oh, second why is my phone? Oh shoot, sorry. Yeah, but George does <gasps> um, eat everything. But I'm. T- I'll try everything once. Honestly, I probably wouldn't try. I, that freaks me out knowing that it was like a little like. Duck embryo. Yeah, I don't
0: think I could do that. My my uncle is from Switzerland and he tries a lot of different meat. He tried like snake meat. He's tried. I would try that snake meat. A lot of different I'd be meat. kangaroo. Have an alligator? Wait, kangaroo. What's that?
1: Alligator. On? Yeah, kangaroo's like like um. Uh, like pork chop?
2: I feel like it'd be very chewy for some reason.
1: From what I remember, I was I had it in like
0: 2000 and, uh, 2009. So it was a long okay. time ago. So what's the most like odd food you've had?
2: Uh, scorpion for me.
0: Scorpion, huh? Yeah, in Thailand. Thailand, Thailand. Thailand, yeah, in Thailand. yeah okay. I, I did I did all the street things. I never did that. First night I got there,
2: what I was the like did it taste all right? Uh, I was just re- I remember being very crunchy. It's mm. like whatever. Yeah, just like
1: you're just what like, were oh. you, George. Um Well, it depends what people classify as weird. Like Greeks, like at Easter time, we we roast lamb on a spit, right? So okay. Greeks I mean Greeks maybe orthodox in general, but we do lamb on a spit. Very popular thing in Greek culture. And um, when you're doing the lamb you obviously clean it out. You get all like the innards, so like the intestines, the heart, the kidney, whatever. So I eat all that stuff. Like I don't know if that's, oh, that's weird bomb. to people. But it's really good. Liver, I I don't liver's very good for you. I hate liver though. It's very dry. Yeah. Um, Put chicken, a little chicken, on my that? dad makes a lot of my dad cooks like uh chicken like gizzards and, and hearts. Little tiny chicken hearts. They're really like chewy. I make them like he has them sometimes. They're not on all the
2: whole time. His dad's a sick cook
1: too. Yeah. Dope. Man. My my dad and brother have I, I've seen them do it and I haven't done it. This would have been the weirdest thing for me, but I haven't eaten it. Lamb eyeballs, like they pull the eyeball out and they eat it. I think that's fucking. Mm. disgusting. I could do that. I would say
3: you any, would do that.
2: Anything lamb, I would eat. Yeah, you eat lamb. the eyeball. I I'd eat the animal. eyeball. All right, buddy,
1: lamb. coming over for Easter. You're gonna try
2: buddy, the eyeball. I love it. You guys didn't invite me the last year. We, years we didn't of COVID. have it. Yeah. yeah, we don't have it. I used to come. I used to go to his family Easter's. Then <laughs> they have the the lamb spit and everything. Man, yeah. great. Yeah.
0: Well, to answer my own question, I would say. <laughs> 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 sorry frog this legs was, frog legs i think okay. it's and then my parents lied to me saying it was chicken because yeah, i was like, like, like it
2: my, my mom used to do that with fish when i was a kid breaded yeah. breaded fish yeah she said oh, it was chicken and then you started you know like, wait a
3: second.
2: <laughs> but after like five bites and you're like all right what actually random story so me and my mom we were in miami this weekend and so we we're walking to get my covid test yeah and mind you, which is also so dumb. So I got my COVID test on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I landed, sorry, I landed Friday. Saturday morning, I went to get my COVID test. I yeah. flew out Monday night. So what's the yeah. point of getting the COVID test? Anyways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're walking to the CVS or whatever to get this test. Yeah. It was Sunday, whatever. <laughs> we, f- we walked by this little um, a Spanish spot. No, it was... Cuban? That's what I
0: was going to say. Yeah, I think it might have been Cuban. <laughs> because there's a lot of Cubans in Miami. Lots, yeah. It was
2: either Cuban or Colombian. One of the, one of the two. started with the C, No, so.
0: no, va- no, no, yeah
2: well, So we members. ended up Eating at this place So we ordered And the whole menu's in, uh, in Spanish <laughs> Okay So we're like Okay what's really good the guy, They recommended five things So we ordered all five things Or these five items <laughs> Tapas style kind of thing Oh I love that So they bring out the first uh, So we see something Go to this table here And I asked our server n- New person I'm like hey Did we order that He's like oh I don't know I'm like well what's that called He's like oh look I just started I was like okay no big deal Not, Don't worry <laughs> So they bring us out Our first dish right? okay. It's a big piece of meat With uh, some like rice And I'm like, oh, sick So we started eating so our original server comes back. I was like, oh, by the way, what is this? He's like, you didn't order that. I was like, oh, well, it's good. He's like, yeah, I don't know how this got here. I was like, well, oh, my bad. We're going to keep it now. Like, it's, we already ate half of it. He's like, yeah, don't worry. It's on the house. So they ended up giving us <laughs> the wrong meal, which turned out to be the best thing we ordered out of all the five items. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you remember yeah. what it was? Uh, something bistecca, uh, so which obviously means steak.
0: like steak, right? Ooh, but like, I can't remember. But it was
2: so good. Me and my mom was sat there. We're like, can't believe how good this was. Did you remember?
0: Like, like, do you write it down? No, no,
2: no. But I know where the restaurant was. It was, it was really good. And I actually have the pictures so I can put my Google review back. So I'm going to start Google reviewing. Uh, I did want to ask you. So on this food topic, how did you go from food to photography?
0: Okay. So after I did that, I did it for a year at Sheridan, which Sheridan Brampton sucks. And then after that, um, it was 2014. So it's been eight years now and it started as a hobby and I, I actually mentioned this a couple of times, but um, to, for the new viewers, it was just a hobby of mine where when I traveled with my family, whether it be Quebec or Ottawa or Niagara Falls, I always had a interest for photography and I just didn't know too much about it. All I knew is it's like, OK, you have a camera, you set it on auto and you just click a button and you take that photo and it's just on your camera and you could save it. You could put it on a USB Remember the, the little USB sticks back in the day? So, used to do that and pretty much... Were you good? N- well, as anyone started, like, I just learned to... I just did auto settings, so I didn't really have to do much in terms of technical um, technical things. And so, my, my parents just let me use a camera and I just started taking photos just for fun. Go to downtown and just captured anything that I found interesting. And then it just became something that I really enjoyed doing and I d- considered it becoming a career about 2 years later in t- in 2016 is when I started to really commit to it. My parents bought me a Canon Rebel T5 for my birthday. And then that was my very first camera and then just went with it from then on like I just continued and like for anyone who doesn't know 905 shooter was before anyone wrote, like knew who I was on social media so like I had that name for 8 years now and that's like how I came about it and the origin of that is 905 Mississauga, Mississauga. Mississauga's area code is 905 and shooter is just a shorter word for photographer and I didn't want to make it a long name and I actually got the inspiration from this guy whose name is 416 shooter so I got the inspiration from him. Once well, like, well, so you ripped well, him off, eh? Kind of, but he was a dope. You <laughs> guy shoots on rooftops and, and shit. No? He's a different guy. Oh, different yeah. guy. His name is Rooftopper. Different guy. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, <laughs> <though. Rooftopper. laughs> but but basically, you know like I got that. That's how I created my name. And then so from then on, I just started wanting to make it a full time thing where I wanted to make it a career. I wanted to get into it. Started doing brand like model shoots and started doing like brand work, like shooting for brands and obviously at the beginning it was doing for free and to kind of go back to your point, George, about having the expertise the experience of it. I'm not going to go into a shoot two years into my photography career and expect to get paid for something when I don't feel confident myself of having the experience and the knowledge of taking photos and making sure it looks good for the client or brand or whomever it may be. And so I learned it actually through YouTube. I, I, search up tutorials, how to use the aperture, the shutter speed, the ISO and my brother was also an inspiration for me in terms of getting myself into photography and also learning through him simple things or not even simple things, but like things that I wouldn't see on YouTube, for example. And that's I just applied what I learned and I just went out and shot photos and started working on that and then eventually fixing up my editing because that's what made it most important. And so now to go back to that whole conversation, which is very relative to me as a photographer, I'm not going to suggest a camera, for example, if I don't have my own research about it or if I don't know whether or not it's good for an amateur or an expert, or not an expert, but a more experienced person in terms of what camera to use for what style, whether it be photography or videography. And so I'm not gonna go cheap and do free shoots anymore because I have the experience and I have the portfolio. I do have my photos on my Instagram to back up what I present to people. And also for, for videos, like my YouTube channel is my portfolio to show people, okay, this is what I shoot, this is how I create my videos, and this is the body of work that I create in my videos where if this is something that interests you and there's something of a style that you like, I could create that for you, right? And it's funny when you when you were talking about um, if if you... If you can do it then show me yourself right and so whenever somebody for example would comment "Yo, you have a trash video or like your photos are trash whatever right just as a funny troll it's like one find a better if you're gonna troll somebody at least be funny about it okay and second of all if if you're calling my work trash (laughs) then do it yourself and prove to other people that you're a better photographer or you're you have the same amount of talent or even better than i do right if you're a private if your account is private or if you have selfies of you with your boys and you're tagging all your buddies and your photos everything you're saying is just meaningless right or if they say your videos suck it's like well where are your videos on your youtube channel like? Why don't you have any videos, right? And it's so simple for people to talk, but no action.
2: It's that. Uh, it's like that meme where you see like the really fat guy with like the popcorn all over his chest watching TV. It's like I can't believe he missed that kick. You know. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. You see all these guys like chirping from the yeah, background, and like.
0: that's a whole different conversation about trolling. But like, I guess to segue into bullying is another topic I really talk about, is because it's very, um, it's very. Personal to me it's a very like personal thing i like to make people more aware of and i don't want to make it too deep because uh i don't know if this is like a deep sort of conversational type of no, podcast no, um, but i have dealt with a lot of bullying in my life and that's what kind of propelled me to sort of talk about and speak about about it when people are bullying people whether it be in person or online and it's like that's what kind of shaped me into becoming an adult and who I am today because I don't want to see people deal with that, how I did it. And back then there was no social media. We were very new to it. There was just cell phones. I had a Motorola razor as my <coughs> first ca- as my first phone. So people were not aware of this and they were go to lengths of like people, um, calling me like making it as a joke. A joke okay a joke guys that I was gay that I was in a relationship with one of my classmates which is really like odd and then I was in love with my teacher and I actually said this on a podcast literally two days ago and it was like they didn't take it they didn't take mental health or bullying as serious because there was not much awareness and there was not much people speaking out about it. So what they did really was suspend these kids for like three days. I don't even know if they told the parents about the situation because they came back from the suspension and they acted like nothing happened. They kept continuously doing it. None of the teachers really did anything about it. None of the principals did anything about it. And that went that followed into high school where the same thing happened and the same mentality of okay, like if I suspend them then maybe they will Change. It's like you can't just change somebody based on disciplining them for not them being at school. It also comes down to the parenting of them, making sure that their kids just don't become a piece of shit.
2: Yeah, a lot of it's on education and awareness too, right? Yeah. If you just discipline someone with no like education follow up, no kind—I don't want to call it a pep talk, but like no proper training exactly on why this is wrong, why you can't do this, why it has why you're getting suspended. Say, so, hey, you're suspended because you can't do this. Well, yeah. okay, well, why can't I do this? Why? Like, what's the bad part about it? Why is bullying bad? Why is all these things? So, yeah. it probably goes back to your point about if you dig three layers deeper, you find out a lot of these kids probably don't know anything. But, 100%. It's
3: yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. bullshit.
0: Yeah. And that's why social media has really like brainwashed kids into thinking that acting a certain way or being funny online is being the cool person right
2: well there's that account anonymous or whatever it's um he's like basically a social media vigilante kind of thing where he finds people that bully people online oh. and then like uh, discovers their true identity and like sends it to like their school their employers
0: and stuff Oh, like you, oh you yeah I've please, seen that on TikTok or please something Please send me this because it was like I'll
2: find it There's so many people like Man that. this guy cuz it'll be like you'll you'll see an article like I don't know Johnny Johnny Apple Committed suicide because he was being bullied online, and this guy will literally go to Johnny Apple's Facebook page or Instagram or TikTok, find all the bullies, and then find their real identity, send it to their parents, the police, blah blah. I like, ho- that's a that's I salute good. that
0: guy because. i don't know why but like i felt like some days it's like i should probably go to the parents or at least contact the 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 persons i don't know
2: yeah like do you know what your kids doing? yeah like like, do
0: you like because i'll be honest there's like hundreds of messages of people just being disrespectful and like trolling me and it's like okay is that what you're gonna do with your life and i i I, some days i feel like well maybe i should just do that where i go to I, I creep because it's easy to creep people nowadays where i go to their, somebody that they know or a parent or something that they follow and send it to their parents and be like this is what your kids are doing online do you what do you think of this or like just something to give them awareness right people,
1: i give one a piece of advice as I, I listen i i like i haven't had to endure it ever online Like when i posted videos that weren't that like popular so i didn't have to deal with this stuff um you can think about it like, let's use Joe Rogan, for example. Yeah. When you're doing something and people, um, they don't like what you're doing, they don't agree with you, or they just don't like you as a person. They're just insecure with who they are. They're going to project things onto you. I think the biggest thing, like, again, what the, people who typically troll online, let's say, or bully online, they do it, I think, I think for two reasons. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm going to make an assumption they're either projecting their insecurities on the person yep. or they're trying to elicit a reaction out of you and yeah. they get gratification when you're going to waste your time to yeah. acknowledge them. So I'm not a doctor or a therapist here. I am I would venture to guess that even breathing life into it, like it's okay. It, I agree with talking about like the mental health aspect and the, why it's a terrible thing for people to do. And I I have a, most kids, like, you know, the ones who bully end up, I think, growing up being unhappy and all that stuff. Like of course. It's a terrible way to be. But even doing that kind of stuff, like, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt of going to their parents or whatever. Because who knows? Maybe their parents are also bullies and shit people. No offense. But sometimes people, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Or it could, they, the kid could just have gone through stuff and, and end up the way they did. But yeah, I think that by, like, giving them that satisfaction,
0: I think it actually, like,
1: kind of plays into what they want. True, true.
0: and like, Could I, be. I don't know the scenario, so I can't speak to it entirely. I, don't, but- I, don't, I never done it just because it's. One, it could be, like, it's, like, one, they could just probably ignore it or they just they don't care about it. Yeah. Right? And it's, honestly, it's, like, I'm not even going to give my attention to doing that because there's just so much energy and time wasted in doing. Unless it's something that's, like, personal or something attacking me as a character or as a person, then, yeah, I would report it. Because that's probably something that's, like, you know... I would feel disrespected about. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, and it, especially if it's like death threats or something like that, then that's where like certain things don't. Yeah, th- certain things get get too yeah, far. You got to kind of yeah. get them in the bud. But if it's just like a random kid like trying to be funny, it's like okay, you're trying to be funny, but you are right though in terms of the two things you pointed out, which is true. Yeah, and I could give that, f- I could tell you that I've had personal experience, whether it be a TikTok live and. Oh, I get it too. Long. And and some days I just kind of wish in a sense where I didn't really have that sort of um, that spotlight because I just want to be a regular person, but some people don't want to treat me as a regular person and they use everything as my past as a, as a way to kind of make themselves feel better about themselves because People want to say, oh, this guy, like, just to kind of a uh, background, I'm sure if maybe you guys don't know, but, like, I was part of a group called Nelk, which I've talked about before, but to kind of just break it down, like, people use my ba- my past as a way to make it feel like they could get to me, and it's like, I've accepted it already, I've already acknowledged it, and I've already moved on from it. But people like to always keep bringing it up as a way to really have a conversation or a way to really get a reaction, and it's like it's not gonna work anymore because I'm really done with that. Like, there's no need to keep bringing up things that are already done and sure. it's already been settled. And so when people go on my live, like they would, like comment the same things over and over like, again. Bro, I
2: saw that eight weeks ago when you commented the same thing. Like move
0: on. Oh yeah, and and once and, and it's funny because once a joke gets done, they move on to the next joke where they find something else that's relatable in the culture that we live in, and use that as a joke, right? And, and it's, it's like it's not funny. Yeah, it's like, give that, it up. And that's why I, I personally am staying away from the whole cultural thing of the trends or what people find funny or what they feel like they care about on social media right it's, it's no i absolutely. get it yeah that's the that's the western culture though they they absorb everything and feel like it's important to them yeah that makes so, sense like i give you an example um celebrities get pregnant or they get married and everybody makes a whole story out of it like oh this is amazing like con- i mean obviously congrats to them but like for me as a regular person too it's like it's just like any other person who gets married and puts it on social media. Although nobody's going to know that because they don't have millions of followers or millions of people seeing yeah, it. it. It's like the Rihanna thing today. A$AP
2: Rocky and Rihanna, like everywhere you look, people are posting about it. It's like, Yo, your your best friend's getting pregnant. Why aren't you posting about that? But exactly. or someone you don't know is getting pregnant and you feel the need to say, oh my God, this is the greatest thing to happen to social media today. It's like, uh, really? I don't think it
0: is, but... No. You know, just- I
2: saw a video of like an army vet coming back to return to his kid who hasn't seen him in like three years. Like that was pretty cool to me. Yeah. more that, that gave me more emotion and more feels in Rihanna's pregnancy, but hey.
0: And that's why like, I don't like... George is
2: so- saying that. I was like, this is why I fucking hate social media.
0: No, but that's why I don't really like going on social media... And seeing that or care enough because it's like I just scroll past all of that. I don't give them the algorithm of liking it or commenting on certain things because then it it continues to post. Uh, yeah. It continues to show. We literally up. talked about this last week. Yeah, we literally had this almost identical conversation. Yeah, it, it just shows up for whatever you like. So if you don't like that, then it won't show up. My, so for my me, my
2: Instagram, my TikTok looks exactly what I like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I I like to. Share more motivational things because that's what I believe in, and that's what I care about more, and that's what I like to see on my feed more, and that's why makes sense. it makes it it makes my day better seeing that type of stuff that people don't normally get to see all the time.
2: I, I get it. We, we are nearing kind of the end, so Ooh. but I did want to kind of ask you one kind of final sure, question. you got anything else
0: sure. you want I just wonder how many people would be happier if they got off social media entirely. I think millions of people. I think everybody would. Yeah, what's the time they're looking? We've we're definitely well, got. Yeah, like over long an hour. Oh, oh yeah, but it's, it's it's a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um absolutely. I want
2: to ask you what's what's the year have in store for you? What's twenty twenty two look like Ooh, for you?
0: I don't know yet. So I'm the type of person that doesn't really plan ahead too much.
2: Fly by the seat of your pants.
0: <laughs> but I do like to travel more. I do want to create more content and meet more. Dope people like you guys. Oh, man, do more thanks. podcasts because I love podcasts.
2: Love that for you, man. Yeah. What's one country you really want to visit this year?
0: Oh, if I could, I would definitely want to visit Tokyo. Yeah. If I could. Sick Just place. Treat, that's a bucket list.
2: Me and George, you went together for his twenty seventh birthday.
0: Yeah, twenty eight. Sorry, twenty
1: eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eighteen. I'm turning twenty eight yeah. in July, so. It's a good one. Tokyo's a crazy place, yeah, amazing place.
0: Actually, sorry, that's a that's a city. Sorry, I meant, I meant Japan. That's yeah, Japan. A, oh yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah. we the did city, Toki-
1: Tokyo, we did Tokyo, Kyoto, and Hiroshima. Yeah, uh, Oh, Hiroshima and gave me well.
2: Hiroshima, I remember just standing there, like just
1: so weird though, because the only place where the bomb dropped, the only one place, standing. Nope. the city's rebuilt. It's two two places the structure though I'm saying oh. the structure that exists they kept it up as like the memorial it's just one building oh really and yeah. it's it, you, we the went at night right up directly above we the went building. at night
2: and during the day and it's like when you went at night with all the lights it's just it gives you chills it's Eerie, yeah, it Eerie. is Eerie. like yeah Tokyo um. School, yeah. but Jason thank you for coming on chatting thank with you. us Uh if people want to find out more about you what you're doing and everything where can they go how can they find you okay yeah
0: so Instagram Twitter and TikTok at 9 5 shooter my YouTube you can search up Jason Pagadu on It's my name and also been doing NFTs, starting to get into the space. OpenC 905 Shooter. I like to keep all my things uniform. I get that. I get that. Yeah. So even Facebook, LinkedIn, same thing. 905 Shooter. Oh, I like that.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, Danielle
0: will make sure she posts all the links
2: in the uh in the socials and in the bio. And guys, if you made it to the end of this, we really appreciate you. Share this episode with a friend, tag your friends, follow. Me and Jason, and give Danielle a follow. She'll get the plug until George get, ever gets social media back. Uh, but other than that, thank you for listening. And that was G. Let's go. Signing off. Cheers. Peace.
0: You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I
3: don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye. I got a love, No one thinks you're not all right. I'm not all right. Don't remember all your mistakes And when our hearts are broken They're out of place